Support for this podcast and the following message come from Corient. Corient provides wealth management services centered around you. They focus on exceeding your expectations and simplifying your life. Corient has been helping high achievers just like you enjoy their lives more fully, preserve their wealth, and provide for the people, causes, and communities they care about. As one of the largest integrated fee-only registered investment advisors in the U.S., Corient has deeply experienced teams in 23 strategic locations. Corient has extensive knowledge spanning the full spectrum of planning, investing, lending, and money management disciplines. Leverage Corient's exclusive network of experts to craft custom solutions designed to help you reach your financial goals, no matter how complex they may be. Real wealth requires real solutions. For more information, connect with a wealth advisor today at Corient.com. That's C-O-R-I-E-N-T.com. Corient.com. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. What's that? Why don't you uh, let the people in? Uh, let's, let's get the pulse of the people on what you were saying there. Uh, I'm just saying I rocked that, uh, that last Mac action game, man. I did well, man. I got like four off of four more games, man. So Yeah? Yeah. Wow. So we'll be back. There in- we go. Look at you. I told you he's <laughs> the commissioner of the Mac, Aton. Maction Jackson. <laughs> I told you. <laughs> Look, I, I think you, you might have a future in this business, my friend. <laughs> you never know. Yeah, man. We'll see no, what man. happens after Bogus now. Now, you know. When's he Bogues. coming on? Oh, shit. I forgot. Uh, I was gonna, we're going to do it at noon, like in the second hour. Well, let's just do it at noon. Yeah, but I got a jet after that. You so. don't have to jet until 20 after, though, right? No, but I'm just trying to follow, you know, the best protocol here for the show. So well, I'm telling you what the best on. protocol is. <laughs> <laughs> well, let's let's see what I can do now. He's going to be at home. Yeah, so he should have a better connection. You would think so. I would hope so. Yeah, let's Where, see. Maybe does he live in New York or Jersey. Do you know? Uh, I believe he is on. He's in New York. Oh, then I bet it'll be good. This Jersey connections every now and then are a little spotty. No, yeah, he's that, out in like uh, he would a hardwire islands. Yeah. Oh, he's on the on the island, something like that. I don't he's know. He's, a, he's in, now. Is he an Icelander? No, no, no. He's probably <laughs> in like, you know, nicer parts of Queens or something. Okay, know? but did 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 you see? Uh, that was a little homage to Steve Summers, who apparently is uh, saying goodbye uh, to the fan. No, did you see that? Marchand had a had a piece, a nice uh, little write up about Steve Summers, the schmooze. No, it's all over. Yeah, well. Is that something that has been in the works, or is this like stunning news? I don't think it's stunning. I mean, he's seventy. I think he's seventy-three years old. Okay, but it, it's just you know more of the same. I mean, all those old names from the nineties when that station was just killing it. Got it. Um, you know, are gone now. Okay, I didn't he realize was, he was yeah, like the Benigno. last re- remaining name. I think right, Beningo, Francesa, I right? Mean, dog, and these some of these guys have been gone. Yeah, right, right. But isn't that the case? Like, you know, 
where else is that? IP is really and and Cataldi, right? And he's apparently going to leave within the year, right? Right, exactly. If you believe him. But yeah, I mean, uh, wow, I didn't know. I didn't know that news. And look at that homage right there. What's that? You gave the homage to Steve. Yeah, yeah. Me here and you there. (laughs) I love that guy. The Uh, New York Metropolitans, he'd call them the Metropolitans, which is their real name. The Knickerbockers, he'd always say that full name. He was very unique, that guy. He would write out his his, uh, monologues Monologues, to start his show on like a legal pad, sort of like Ray Didinger. You know, he'd have the legal pads like Ray Diddy. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. So everything, yeah. you know, everything just, you know, plotted out, huh? Yep. Yep. Scripted. No, he was, uh, I, I did updates up there for a brief, brief amount of time, and it was always later. And my first update shifts, like, meaning, like, the first update of the shift, every now and again were his show ending. So I get a chance to okay. talk to him, and he just, he's, you know, as funny and as, as cool as it is. You know, some of these guys, just because we've, in the same way now you know we do shows and we host it all you don't know if you want to talk to them talk their ear off you know you're right. in there to do an update right 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 so some of these guys they just you know don't say anything i let them talk to me first but they were all really nice mm-hmm. uh and and summers was he was just funny he would just be telling jokes and cracking with the producer and like it was nothing so mm-hmm. i'm like all right you know i didn't cool. know there was a protocol to that man i, I just talked to everybody period man <laughs> so do i in in, in a sense but it's also like it, it's i don't know it's like temperature of the room right so there are times mm-hmm. in which so for example this morning i was on with mike and alex right and ahead of time I don't know what they're doing. I don't know who's in their ear. I don't know what they're coming out of. I don't know what they're going into after me. So if they're talking a ton to the producer or if it's like, all right, we got to do this, you know, okay, okay, you know, listening like that. I don't just barge in there and be like, yo, what's up, Jarek? You know, and and shit like that. But, well, that's the thing, though. I I mean, (laughs) I've I've been told by, by people that it's a pain in the ass because I'm there for only five minutes and they're there trying to still do the show and they go directly from me to somewhere else. They don't always go to a break by any means. Right. So that's all I'm saying is like cognizant of it. So, but there you guys be on, yeah. you guys used to be on and I'd be on like, you know, I'd be on after you guys and uh, I would just come in and just jump on the mic with you guys. Just start talking. Well, yeah. Radio I think is different. Right. Right. Like radio, I think, is completely different because the producer for a radio show, for the most part, is kind of just there and is more of a technical producer. But as you know, like you have a you have an IFB in your ear, Barrett, like you have people talking to you. And if you don't know where you're going the next segment and I'm there for three minutes and I'm talking your ear off about, hey, man, Harry, we should do this on Monday. You'd be like, hey, 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 Shan, shut up for a sec. I I got (laughs) I'm in break. I'm trying to figure out what I'm doing in the next segment here. Exactly. That's what I mean. Uh, Radio, Harry would welcome you into the radio. Right. Less for him. Exactly right. right. That's exactly right. You still just come over and have a seat. Right, right. (laughs) Exactly. You're the transition today. Yeah. Yeah. I don't don't have a whole lot to say most days. (laughs) You know? Just make the the most of it here. Exactly. Now, what do you make of the – 
The point spread now at two and a half. What is that? What well, is that? Moved Explain from that to two me. Two and a half to three, back to two and a half. Yeah, this yeah. Back two and a half initially. Mm-hmm. I so know. That's, that's 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 Eagles fans again. Well, moving the mark. Is that just Sharps playing with a with a key number? I, I think it, there's a possibility of that. Yeah. You know, I I also I, this is a very disrespectful line to Denver. You know, they've it got is. a winning record. Well, they have a lot of injuries though. Yeah, the three in their offensive line, but. These everybody didn't all all of a sudden get hurt, right? How many yeah. guys? How many guys are out from last week? I don't know. I'm asking. How many guys are out from last week? I know they they're down three offensive linemen, but they're getting back all their receiver weapons. Well, not Hamler, not the kid from Penn State. He's gone. For Hamler, the year. yeah, yeah, he's gone for the year. He's threat. Yeah. What do you do? He uh, tore uh, ACL, I believe. Wow. Yeah. Didn't know that. Mm-hmm. But they still got some guys out there. Cortland Sutland. Yeah, Jerry, Jerry Judy. Judy's back. Jerry Judy, yeah. yeah. And now Fant, what's his situation? I know he's banged up a little bit. Well, he had he COVID. Oh, is that what it was? Yeah, he had COVID. Oh, okay. All right. So we believe he to be back, right? Because OG, okay. I forget his name. He's got a long name. Yeah, I can't even pronounce that guy's name. Right. Yeah. You remember who that Let's is? Let's just call him the OG. Yeah, I think. Okay. I think yeah. Okay. W E. Well, no, we W-E-E. can't call him O G because that's O G Anunubi. Oh, okay. Anunubi. Isn't that a different uh, sport? Well, yeah, but I don't want people to be confused. Oh. You know, go full uh, burn on them. You know, I mean, uh, <laughs> Anunubi. <laughs> is, is it a uh, Oak Wag Banan? O-K-W-U-E-G-O-K-B-U-N-A-M. Sounds like Albert speaking another language. Well, that's what he does. Oak-Wag-Banag. Yeah. Not Nicki Minaj. No. Nicki Minaj. Or either of them. Or Kylie Minaj. Right? Remember? No. What genre of entertainment is she from? She's a singer from Australia, I believe. Kylie Minogue. How would we have even known her? She had a couple of hits back yeah? in the day. A couple of hits. She's yeah. all hitsed out. Okay. Yeah. A couple of hits. Um, She's all hits out. I thought was the only one out. Now, what did you right? what did you think of um, Odell Beckham Jr. choosing the Rams over the Packers? Picture that. A one year deal. Did he have the choice? Well, I think he wanted to go to Green Bay, was what everybody was saying, right? Well, that's the thing, though. Like, this, do we know that? He went to or Green Bay went to him and said, We want you. And he said, No, I'd rather go to the Rams. Or did Green Bay say, like everybody I don't else? I know that Green Bay room. said anything, which which bothers me. If I'm Aaron Rodgers, I'm pissed off. Well, yeah, if you have a futures ticket that's gonna pay out eight grand, yes. you're pissed, we're pissed off. off. Yeah, yeah we're pissed. I am upset. I'm visibly upset. I think you're right. <laughs> okay. I mean, that's that's but look, I mean, who wouldn't want to go there? You're the talking Rams. about one of the best defenses yeah. in the league. Um, well, if they don't win the Super Bowl or at least get to the Super Bowl, what a failure. No, right. They're going to win Seriously. the Super Bowl. They're going to win it. McVay's got a lot on the line here because if, if they somehow don't get there or don't win it, it's he's going to look bad because this roster is like a, like a Pro Bowl team. You know, but see, sometimes that works. They obviously look what happened to the Washington football team back in the day when they had they had everybody. Yeah, but those guys Dion. were cooked, though. Well, those yeah, guys, guys were, are... those guys were beyond their prime. Right, right. You right. know, Sanders and Smith. Yeah, Bruce mm-hmm. Smith. I mean, he was just hanging on for a, those guys would just go there for a check because they knew right. they could they could they could bilk the Swindle owner the out owner. of a couple <laughs> million dollars. Right. 
He was, well, was Shanahan the head coach then? No, Schottenheimer. Schottenheimer. Oh, Marty Schottenheimer. Right. That's right. And he got fired. Started the season 0-5. They ended up 8-8, eight and eight, and they fired him after one year. Unbelievable. Yeah. He was all sauced up off that eggnog. <laughs> <laughs> so so we had that, and then we had Howie Roseman last night in the, in the booth at uh, in Pittsburgh with the binoculars checking out Kenny Pickett and Sam Howell. What is so, going on here? What man? was he looking at? Did he does he even know what he was right. looking at? No, I tell you what he was looking at. Do you know those old kids binoculars where you put them in there and you push that thing down and it gives you slides of like yes. a Mickey Mouse or <laughs> yeah. that's what he was looking at? Yeah, yeah. What do they call those things? Kale- kaleidoscope. Yeah, it, it's something like that. It's like a combination. Oh, you talking about the picture thing that? Yeah, 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 yeah. 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 It's, it's, it it's an old around school the disc. thing. It's exactly. an old school disc. thing. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, it's yeah. an old school thing, that, and they look like binoculars. Right, yeah, right, yeah, right. Yeah, and that's yeah. what I thought Howie Roseman was doing was just, and you know, it's like when look the at a slideshow is going crazy, and the parents like, here you go, right? Or or the mm-hmm. kid wants to, I want to look, I want to look. All right, right, here you go. Here are your binoculars. Okay, go ahead. You can <laughs> well, look. Well, you know what? I'm, I'm, I'm glad master? he did see it. Is that what it was? Is uh, the, I don't know. Adam's yeah. exploits says slide master. Slide, it is a slide yeah. master. Yep. Is that what it was? Yeah, it not is. Not the thigh master. No, 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 no. no, no. I, don't know. <laughs> I don't know if she's doing that either. Suzanne Summers. Exactly. She is a thigh master. master. And the thigh. from Yeah, slide to the thigh. Oh, baby. Absolutely. Yeah, Bloomfield. How about that? We keep cashing this first half under, man. Every week, we keep cashing it. It's amazing. Scott Brown Brown got it. It's a view master. Oh, yes. Yes, that that was the name of it. View master, yes. Yeah. That makes much more sense. (laughs) I could see Howie Roseman in some kid's toy there. Like, (laughs) okay, is it time to go yet? Right. Is it you know, time to go yet? Real talk, man. Real talk. I'm I'm glad he did go and see that game because mm-hmm. now he sees that neither one of those guys are worth a top ten. No, he doesn't. Pick. No, yeah, he doesn't. right. He doesn't. He's, know. he's salivating over Kenny Pickett. Why? Or, he's, or the owner is, and and yeah. he's there to do the bidding. Yep. That's Why Chuck though? Lurie via proxy there because I he wants it. to sling the rock. Well, but that neither one of them look good doing that. Neither one of them did. Well, they look better than well, the guy he's got. That that's no, that's that, all that, that, that comes I, I, to. I'm gonna tell you, I choose. I I think differently of that. I, I if I was looking at the same game he was looking at, and I was, I was watching the game also. Yeah, but you're not I looking not at the same game he's looking him. at. You're looking at it as a as a real football guy, not right. him. Right. That's the he whole problem. Possibly, that's see, our issue. He can't possibly say that what he has, what he saw out there, is better than what he has right now. Neither one of those two will be – they're going to be the next, um, you know, guy off the bench type of players. Mm. They're not a guy right. that's going to come in and just start instantly, play instantly. Right. Both of those guys have a lot of work to do before they become a starter. It'd be, to me, both of them look like a Trent Dilfer type of player. Mm. Wow. You know what I'm saying? A starter, but not anybody's going to, you know, give you anything going into – now they might win a Super Bowl, but you got to have a dominant defense if you do that. Just Why like you got to do Trent Dilfer like that? Well, I mean, Trent Dilfer <laughs> is what he is. I mean, he can say the same thing about me. I'm, I was a six man. I was a six man. I should have won a trophy for that six man of the year. He's a high a school football coach now. Trent is. Yeah, he quit TV. Uh, yeah, either that or it quit him. I'm not sure which, but he's <laughs> he's he's the head of some academy, some private 
high school down in Nashville, Tennessee's football program. You know what? I did see that. Yeah. They're pretty good, too. They got mad at him for, for getting uh, mad at the kids and cussing yeah. the kids out. Didn't he, they? he went he went like, you know, old school, like Woody Hayes. That's right. Yeah. Yeah. I was yeah. just just like that um just like that uh pick right out there. I mean that um video out there of the um Texas the Texas coach that went out like that. I mean he just went he just went ape crazy on them. Called them MFers and everything. You know, almost to like the point he was year? almost crying. When was yeah. this? Last week. Texas football coach did, yeah. High school. One of the, yeah, one of the, no college. Texas the Longhorns. Sarkeesian? No, another coach. Oh, okay. Another coach did. Which coach was that? Uh, let me check. I don't know which one. Because it wasn't Sark. He better wasn't figure, Sark, no. He better figure out a way to get Arch Manning there, or his tenure will be short, too. <laughs> no question. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. A lot of people, have you heard much about people going out to Denver? Is this, like, not a destination spot? What, fans? Yeah. But. I know uh, the Green Legion is out there, so they'll have a they'll have a couple hundred or a thousand people out there. Yeah, K, are they bringing a thousand people out? Quimby and that crew. I don't yeah. know. I mean, they're maniacs, Hollis. man. Is Hollis part of that? Hollis, so. yeah, he does yep. work with them. Yeah, yep, yep. Are they making snow this early? Um, I don't know. Do you need to make oh, snow out there this early? Well, yeah, I would think so. Look, I mean, you're at the top of a mountain. That's one thing, right? Because it's going to snow consistently. But if you're if you're not getting much at all, and it's really nice out across the board, I know they got one big dump earlier, but it's been seasonably warm, right? As in, maybe unseasonably warm is the better way to put it, right? I don't know what. You, don't ask me. Ask Joey B. Well, I'm just saying. <laughs> you know? you know, from from that standpoint alone, you know, you definitely have a lot. I think from Look, I'm just asking, like Green Legion, right? That's that's a crew of people going. Do we know right. of other big crews of people going? I don't know. I think Denver would be one of the, the destinations. You only right. get they only go there every couple of years, like every right. what eight years? Yeah. See, Denver's dry and warm. You take on them, you know, you take them every three or four years, but then it's home in a way. So, you, you know, that's a that's a rare trip. I think that'd be a pretty <laughs> cool destination. That's yeah. rare air. Ooh. But uh, here's the thing, though. It's it's kind of like, you know, resorts are going to be open. I don't have any doubt that you could go to Vail and go up a chairlift. Mm. But are you going up on a chairlift where, all right, so 8,000 feet and above a lot of snow. And, and that's that's the thing where you, depending on the altitude of the mountain, you're going to ski or snowboard at, you're going to get snow. Right. That's what I'm saying. Like Vail, other places, you're going to get snow. But is it enough to where it's a dump versus are you going to get the mix every now and again? Now, it's never going to be as bad as as the East Coast. The East Coast is atrocious. Yeah. But are you going to get, you know, you go out in the middle of November to go ski and snowboard. Yeah. I don't think you're getting six feet of fresh powder. That's what I'm asking. Exactly. That's what I'm asking. Yeah. Yeah. And the the only powder you're getting this time of year in Vail is on a coffee table. Correct. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. yeah. I used to make that drive all the time in from Denver to name your mountain. Yeah. And it's definitely worth the drive, depending on where you can fly into, first and foremost. But Denver was always the cheapest and easiest. 
So I imagine that if people are going for a longer weekend, the game's on Sunday. Yeah. You fly out Friday sometime during the day. You're going to pick up hours anyway by the time you get to Denver. Mm-hmm. Yep. That gives you a day and a half to go out and snowboard, ski, do whatever the hell you want. You know, A lot, a lot of big lines this weekend. Where, at Arapahoe Basin? No, um, <laughs> on the board. Oh, oh, I thought you meant like as far as getting on lifts. And, no, at, no. Got a 10-point line uh, in the Indianapolis game. You got a 9-point line in the Dallas game. 12 for Buffalo, nine and a half Tampa Bay, eight and a half Pittsburgh. Yeah. 10 Arizona. That's pretty, that's, that's quite a few big numbers. A lot of blowouts. That means yeah. we have a lot of sick hearts. I mean, I think if you're going to, if you're going to do something with that, you would tease. Dallas and and Pittsburgh would be the two teams Tease that I'm down. Yeah. Yeah. Now you could add a third one there. I don't think you get too crazy if you add a third one by any means, right? Right. Like maybe Arizona or yeah. what Indianapolis. Indianapolis over Jacksonville. Yeah, you bring them down to three. Jags, I, I don't know what to make of Jacksonville. I don't think that they win the game, but... I think it's too easy to expect, oh, they had a big win. They're going to let down. They're going to mm-hmm. get blown out. It's the Colts. They're not a fantastic football team. I could, It's a divisional game. I could see that game being somewhat tight. Mm-hmm. Ten points is a lot to cover a line by. How about last night's game? How ugly was that? I'm glad you guys watched it. Oh, yeah. Yes, I did. Oh, man. I, I was going back and forth. Me too. That, that college game was nowhere close to that 73. That was an easy no. one, but... The last night, I I think it's, you know, we talk about this a lot, and that's where I slide this first half bet in all the time. But these short weeks are killing the good road teams. Tampa was the only squad against the Vols teams, the The Philadelphia Eagles, right, that it didn't matter much. But we see this now where, like, you're either struggling to get a win or you're straight Mm -hmm. up losing. Yep. Mm. Yeah, and and the and the big fat guy touchdown evidently didn't count, right? They no. called that back, and yeah, that's a travesty. Man. That Every was. time we get a, we get a touchdown, you got to count that man. He had Come the on, ball man. extended over the goal line, and then he lands right on his head, yeah. and then he, and it's nullified. <laughs> what was the penalty that called that back? He wasn't eligible. Oh, okay. Yeah, I mean, it's it's like you know somebody breaking the rules and then being like a crowd favorite. You know, yeah. oh, give him the trophy! Yeah. He just came into the race late. <laughs> he he cut he cut two miles off the finish. <laughs> Remember, <laughs> didn't somebody try that in a marathon? Oh yeah, it happens all the time. Yeah. Remember, we, we had uh, we did a story. Some like sixty or seventy year old person came in and won a marathon. And they were all amazed. Oh, my God, it's a fantastic feat. Nobody ever thought to think, like, he was driven 20 miles in a car. (laughs) And then there's clips of this person, like, jumping in at, you know, like the second to last mile or something. It's it's insanity right there. No, it's ridiculous. Hey, if you ain't cheating, you ain't trying. It helped helped out New England for for a long time. Helped them out tremendously. Here's maybe your third team, Aton. Buffalo off of that loss. You take them down. You take Dallas down. And then you take Pittsburgh down. How about those three? What kind of odds do you get for those three in a teaser? 
All right, so Dallas, hold on. Buffalo, Dallas, yeah. and Pittsburgh. I don't love Buffalo only getting to four and a half, but it's probably the best of the double-digit ones. Off that loss last week, I just got to think they're going to pound the Jets. And the Jets are very poundable. <laughs> That's at 11 now. It is. Oh, it was yeah, 11 okay. and a half. Or, yeah, uh, on DK, it's 11. You're right. And Steelers and Dallas, how are they at eight? I thought those were at nine. Uh, Steelers are at eight. Yep, you're right. And Dallas. I have it eight, too. I just punched it in. Yep, yep. Eight. So three picks. Still seven, is a favorite. Eight. Yes, by eight, by over eight Detroit. Oh, Detroit. I yeah. said Dallas. No, no, Dallas is favored over Atlanta. That's a little con- isn't that a little concerning to you that we have double digit lines on the board this week and we also have Detroit playing on the road and that's not a double digit line? Yeah. Detroit's winless. Know. Pittsburgh has is what five and three? Mm-hmm. Yep. And fighting. They're right yeah. in the middle of the pack for for a playoff spot right now. They're right in the middle of the pack. They're number two in the division. You're yeah. welcome, Colin Berger. Thank you. Glad that we made you some money. Isn't that isn't that the case though here? Yeah. Like, doesn't that seem a little? That's why I feel like they're the most teasable by all means. But isn't that the case? No respect for uh, what Pittsburgh's doing on offense. Right. <clears throat> Correct. Well, you know, the biggest disrespect I think is a uh, is a. Uh, Bucks at Washington. Uh, they disrespecting play, Tampa. They, they, they. No, they, they played Buccaneers every time they play them close, man. They almost beat them last year. Mm-hmm. They play them close whenever they. Washington's play. off the bye too, I think. Well, yeah, so come Tampa. on, man. Yeah. So is Tampa. Oh, they are. Okay. Yeah. Come on, you really? Well, look, it's a, it's a high nine. It's nine and a half. Right. You can add that to the teaser because you're bringing it through seven and three. That's actually not bad. So the Bills, the problem is that the Bills hover. You're right. I mean, they should be able to clear the Jets by three points on the road. So I'll give you that. They are down to four. Cowboys are down to one. Steelers are down to one. These are essentially pick here. So mm-hmm. ask yourself, does Atlanta beat Dallas in Dallas for the second straight week? No. No. Does Pittsburgh, is the Steelers team the first team to lose to Detroit? No. And then you bring Washington all the way down to less than a field goal, which kind of eliminates Barrett's issue, which is correct, right. mm-hmm. and that how close they are from nine and a half. That gets you 200. That's a yeah. plus 200 14 teaser right there. That's not bad. A game I wouldn't touch would be the Chiefs Raiders, but what's the line on that? Chiefs Raiders are uh, uh, two and a half. Kansas City favored on the road by two and a half. Hmm. I would Raider, think, you know, Raiders I would off a bad loss to the Giants. And plus the Raiders, um, they just cut two of their first rounders from last year. Mm-hmm. So here's what I would do. There's no rallying behind that, man. If you like the Raiders to win, the Chiefs are still a pretty significant play to win it all. They're yep. at plus 1,200 right now. So the Packers are right there with them. Mm-hmm. Cowboys are right there with them at 1,200. Then you have the Cardinals, Titans at 1,000, Rams at 800, Bills at six, and the Bucks still at 550. So for all intents and purposes, they're fourth or fifth if you look at it as far as the highest value is concerned for the Chiefs. Point being is that at least from a future standpoint and the book standpoint, the Chiefs have a better shot at doing anything than the Raiders who are at plus 6,000. So 
if you like the Raiders to win this week, I would take the 6,000. That that drops, I would think, significantly if they beat a team that much higher. Now, the Raiders could fall off the face of the earth or the Raiders could sit there at plus 2,000 going into the playoffs and you've increased, you've done your job where you've got 4,000 points worth of value on your side. That That's all. Yeah, but it, there's no way they're going to the Super Bowl. You could hedge the hell out of that if they win the division. If they win the division, what do you think their future is going to be to win the Super Bowl? They win uh, the division? 2,000? 2,000? Okay, I mean, I, yeah. I, think you're, I think I'm not going to fight you on it, but I think you're on the higher end of it. All right. I would say that you're in mid to high teens. Right. 18. From 6,000, you might be able to uh, sell that ticket right there. A little prop swap. Yeah. Get your boy Rothstein from prop swaps on there. Ace Ace Rothstein? (laughs) Yeah, exactly. That's who uh, Stazak thought it was. Yeah. (laughs) I saw him last night. Doing what? I ran into him and John Marks. Where? By accident. In King of Prussia last night, I was out with Mertitis, and in walks uh, the big dog and his wife. (laughs) We were in King of Prussia at a bar, like a restaurant bar. And we see this guy walking in with a visor on. He he had like a Miami, the U visor on. He was dressed like he just got off the beach. With a tan. With his teeth, the whitened teeth. They shone like a like a halogen lamp as he walked into this place, right? And he's walking around, just looking around, looking around. His wife was trailing on behind him. Very attractive woman, by the way. I never saw her before, but really, really nice person, too. She's like three feet behind him, and all of a sudden, he walks right up to us. And we're like, stay, Zach. And he's like, my brother. He comes <laughs> over. Is that what that picture was? Yes, that night? was taken last night. And then Marks walks in. That was with playing. his hat on. That was choreographed somehow. No. Why did John walk in? Uh, he was there too. Alone? Yes. He had just really? got home from uh you know from his shift. It was like probably seven o'clock. Wait, what what's this bar? Why can't you mention the bar? It's well, I mean, it's is he yard house? I think that's that's what it was. It's so a this nice place. place in the mall area. Yes. It's right next to the old fox and hound, which is out of business. I didn't know that until last night. So this place has like 47 beers on tap. So what we've learned here is that this is a, a sneak spot for Stazak to bring the family for yes, whatever reason. Exactly. And Johnny stops in on his way home for right. an eye opener. Right. Stazak was at Bahama Breeze before yeah, this and then came over to here. Right there. Yeah, that's yeah, a Bahama very Breeze. that's a very big Stazak joint, the Bahama. Breeze. Absolutely, he yeah. fits right in. Right, exactly. I'll take the grouper, man. Yeah, bro. <laughs> I I can't get over the fact that Johnny Mark stopped into a bar solo on yeah. the way home from and work. He had a Miller Light. Yeah, this place is like sixty-five different types of exotic beers, unbelievable beers, and he got a Miller Light. Unbelievable. (laughs) And he's solo, too. Like, that's a half a step up from you and Jason going to see a movie and seeing Johnny just pop up in the back with a hood on. Like, what? (laughs) What is this? All right, we got a break. We're we're back in three. It's the middle. Yep.
At Stateside Vodka, every new customer gets the world's best rocks glass. Free. What's that? Uh, a rocks glass? You're telling me that bottle is cut in half? You could say that. And you're telling me I can get one of these glasses for free? That's right. One free rocks glass per customer with each first-time purchase of Stateside Vodka. So good, it just disappears. As a hard-working American, you've never experienced how tough life can be until now. A catastrophic injury while working on the job. A personal injury from someone else's negligence turned away by other law firms in the region who didn't bother to learn your story. It's time to meet the Fritz and Beyond Cooley Law Firm and managing partner Brian Fritz. Badly injured? Call the Fritz and Beyond Cooley Law Firm. Find out why they say, we got this. Basketball is part of how we grew up in this city. And every morning, IBEW Local 98 members take their best shot building this city, rescuing our community from decay, and inspiring the young men and women of the region to take pride in who we are, like the Hawks who will never die. Local 98 member, love tradition. John Doherty, business manager of Local 98, says it this way. The best way not to forget where you come from is to never leave. Ah, the savoring taste of a good bag of beef jerky is so enjoyable at any time of the day, as long as you can find it. Here's what we suggest. Pure Bull Beef Jerky is our answer, and soon it will be yours. Locally produced in the Philadelphia region, this high-quality, healthy protein snack is easy to secure. Go to Steersnacks.com, and you'll see hot garlic, tropical heat, Pure Bull Dry Rub, and our favorite, Huck and Fod. What's that? Huck and Fod. Go now to Steersnacks.com. Did we start the show with that music today? I forget. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah it was called that we the, did, my friend. The Yard House. It's a pretty nice spot. Yeah, they got one out here towards us in New oh, Jersey yeah? also. Yeah. Hmm. I, yeah, I was it. told that uh, everybody like starts there, and then as the night gets later, it clears out, and everybody goes over to like City Works or something in King of Prussia, like right down the street. It's City tough works. to get around there, though. You know, you're not just walking to spot to spot, right? No, you got to drive. I mean, it's like, you know, two blocks away or something. But there's parking, though. That's the good thing about it. Okay. You know, there's parking. That's huge. Or, you know, you're that's with Mercedes. He's all sauced. Yeah. That's like right. that's like underrated, man, as far as going somewhere to kick it. Like, you, you got to have somewhere to park. Yeah, that's why I hate going to the city. Right. There's nowhere to park. Such a pain in the ass. Yeah. Hey, but you know what? I thought I thought of you guys when I did it. I get to the game early, and I park way on the other side, like Doctor Rick, mm-hmm. thinking that I was gonna, um, you know, have to get out there, have to beat the traffic. Halfway through the game, I just look out and I can see my car. It's the only it means the truck. It's the only truck on the other side. There was parking everywhere. It's only like at the most five thousand people in the stadium. 
Really? <laughs> and my truck was way over there sitting by itself, thinking it was going to be a big crowd. <laughs> so I walked the extra 10 minutes in the freezing cold, thinking I was going to have to get out early, and there was I nobody mean, at the game. <laughs> I mean, this is the, this is a Mac game. Seriously. Right. <laughs> you know, this isn't uh, Michigan State, Michigan here. It caught me, man. It caught me. Man. I mean, this isn't even like... Well, what stadium was it? I I, I don't want to jump in there. I forget, I man. I forget what it's called, man. It, it was Central it was, Michigan Stadium. Right. It, it was wasn't that. Temple playing at the link. No. Or right. something even where you could justify from that standpoint. Right. It wasn't even that. No. <laughs> man. And speaking you are of, out of your mind. You know that, right? Like, you are right. out of your mind. <laughs> Bro, I'd never been. I was out of there in two minutes. Once I got in the truck, two minutes later, I was on the highway. <laughs> <laughs> I even caught all the lights Great. and everything, bro. Unbelievable. Go ahead. You were and, well, speaking of Dr. Rick, I swear I saw that same actor in another commercial that isn't a uh, a Geico commercial. Oh, that's bad football there. He's doing something else. Well, that's the thing. Like, what's what's he been from? What do you mean? What's he, he I haven't seen from? him in anything else, though. No, right? No. He's done a couple of bad movies. Oh, is that right? Yeah. If you look at his IMDb, Bill Glass is his name. Not Todd Glass. No. No. Not Mr. Glass. It's a progressive commercial, not Geico. My, Correct. My bad. Yeah. But he's in another one now. I swear it's the same guy. <laughs> Pretty popular. Yeah, but what's the... This is interesting, right? Like, what's the commercial now? I forgot the name of the product. Ah, okay. see, I've only seen it once, but that you know that's usually not good. Well, you... like if you don't remember the product, it's you know I was more focused on him than the product. <laughs> see, I mean he transcends uh, the product. This right. guy, that'd be almost like the uh, the guy that does you know that, that lost the weight eating the hoagies. Oh, Jared. Jared, yeah, yeah, be like yeah. Jared. Yeah, we don't we don't else. talk about him yeah. though after what he did. Yeah, he's. Uh, He's he's going away for a while. Yeah, you won't see him. I still don't know what he did. No more. Go ahead, Google it on. Yeah, Google it. Go ahead, do that on your own search engine. Right, (laughs) it's like that. Yeah. Oh yeah. He's he's terrible. He's trash. Mm -hmm. Like he's the ultimate. So why you know he's he's out is basically how it came. What was his name? Jared Fogle. Fogle. Yeah. Is that it? I think so. Yeah. I don't know now. I actually had him on at the Final Four once. Wait a second. Are you serious? It was, it was in Indianapolis, which is where oh. he's from. And okay. he was making the rounds, you know, promoting Subway and stuff. And me and the Schwartz, we actually sat him down and had a had a conversation with him. You know, when I go to Subway, I love the tuna. Can I lose weight on the tuna? <laughs> tuna with wheat, base. Yeah, exactly. Oh, my. <laughs> Barrett's finding out now, even yeah, though he now, now. he do it off the air. Now he knows. From shock value alone, he can't get away from it. <laughs> this is ridiculous, man. Yeah. Yeah, what did you think was happening? Dude, was, oh, come on, man. This is... Huh? What did you, you, know, what, what did you make they... of the Sixers effort last night? Uh, yeah. I mean, look, it's going to catch up to them. Mm-hmm. Toronto needed a game like that where they weren't going up. Like Toronto was struggling with starters out there. I know they were down Siakam 
mm-hmm. but Toronto's been struggling with starters. The Sixers just haven't had many starters. I didn't really, I wasn't putting a ton on Tobias Harris's shoulders. First time back from COVID. Apparently, according to Doc and others, he really was sick. So I think it's just, it's catching up to them. You know, the good sign is that Tyrese Maxey is just an absolute monster. Yeah. And Love the way he's just takes over games like that. Yeah. But look, you know, Furkan and Seth, these guys are way too inconsistent, unfortunately. I, I just look, they fight. They fight. They definitely fight. Yeah. And and that's a test. But they fought. They fought even with you know what Doc first got here. So that isn't surprising. It just can you, you know, imagine the with Simmons is just is the overcloud. Well, yeah. And now that's you know, that's gone a little bit deeper too. Right. With Rich Paul now saying that, you know, what the Sixers are doing to him is making his mental illness worse. These pretzels yeah. are making me thirsty. Right. He's yelling <laughs> and screaming. Can you imagine if, if Ben Simmons had Tyrese Maxey's guts? Not my guts. How good he would be. Oh, okay, yeah. Yeah, I mean, you think know? about it. We've we've drawn comparisons to guys like Giannis as far as, you know, look at how dominating you can be if you just take shots. Mm-hmm. Just the threat. I mean, how often do we talk about this in football where – if it's an RPO or a play action, if you ain't running the football, nobody's buying it. Right. Nobody's biting on that because they know you're not going to do that. And I think the same thing here applies with Simmons, where it became easier and easier when things tightened up to defend him. Mm-hmm. Well, that's what happened. I mean, regular season, you know, nobody really talking about, you know, even thinking about, you know, Ben Simmons, uh, his lack of scoring. But once it came down to, all right, we need some buckets when it's really crucial. They didn't even have to defend him. They would just no. drop off. Right. Just drop off. They fade off of him. All right, we're just going to fade Ben Simmons on this. Don't even worry about him. Just leave uh-huh. him alone. Now, look at this. We get to see a much clearer wow. picture of Andrew Bogish. And you get to see him all the time on the DA show. You get to hear him on the fan. But look. Now you Some get nice the, interior decorating in say, there, man. Yeah, Jeez, look at this. Much better job than whatever the fan closet they have you in there. I'm surprised we didn't see the custodian behind you pop in a couple of times. Guys, I took today off. I cleared my schedule, <laughs> ran some new wires at home just to make sure that today would actually work because yesterday uh, was embarrassing, and clearly it was the fault of uh, my company's Wi-Fi. Of since they were crystal clear. Yeah, absolutely. Beautiful. Who do we what send do we, the bill to? Spike Eskin? I mean, what the hell's going on here? You know what? You give it to me, and then I'll I'll I'll, I'll delicately leave it on a desk somewhere. <laughs> what is that collage of artwork over your right shoulder? Um, multiple so big, pictures. Yeah, the big thing is a concert photo. Then there's okay. a picture of my kids, and then I believe the three smaller ones are, um, like places where we've lived. But they're like they're drawings of a photo. If that makes mm. sense. Okay. Wow. Hey, I hope you've been eating your multi meal, your Wheaties, and been lifting a little waist, man. Because you got to carry me this 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 next not not this Saturday, but next Saturday, man. You got to carry me, bro. Wait. So. so the last thing I heard yesterday was White Castle. Are you bringing a White Castle? Because I'm all in on that. Oh, see, 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 we get along already. They kill me because I drive an hour up the road to White Castles every time we talk about it. So today I'll go get me some White Castles. Oh yeah, I'm from Queens. There, I mean, I feel like that's the that's the capital of White Castle. I feel like it was born there. I oh, and there was one by Fordham. I went to school. We had to order through like a glass window. It was a little dangerous, but you had to go right. get your crave case. 
Look, if you bring a Crave case to the booth, you have made a friend and an ally for life in Barrett. Like no we can question. promise you that. that that's no question, locked in by all means. It, it don't bring any type of fancy food or any delicacy from some Russian deli and Jamaica queen. None of that. Just you no. bring Crave case or two for Barrett and he'll love you for life, man. And and we need to bring something because Delaware's got a beautiful new press box, sweet level, big athletic complex, but with COVID rules, all they're serving is drinks. There's no food. So you got to wow. bring your own wow, wow. food to the press box. So we need something. So if it's White Castle, it's White Castle. Bring yeah. pertinent information there. You See, you know, I can work with this guy. Bring a flask, <laughs> too. Yeah. Yeah. Bring, bring a, so bring like a flask. That, man. Um, I've been doing these games down there. I think this is our fifth season. And you're picking a good time to come in because we were before the renovation – we were in a tight spot, and my usual partner, Kadri Smile, you know him. I mean, yeah. he's a season in shape dude. He's not a former old lineman. So I feel like you and I might have had a tough time right. squeezing <laughs> in the previous booth. But now we've got two rooms all to ourselves. We can lay out. We can put the Crave case out. We're good to there roll. There we now. go. There we go. There now, we is go. this always Delaware games, or is it just uh, the Colonial? Um, this games. is, these are Delaware games. This is a Delaware package. This okay. is Delaware taking their, th- actually their three biggest games this year. They turned into a TV deal and this is the third and final one of the season. Okay. Cause okay. this is their huge rivalry. That's game. a good rivalry. Yeah. 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 That's a good Absolutely one. It is. Yeah. By all means. I can't wait, man. I can't wait, man. What happened to Quadri, man? I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm taking this game, huh? I think, well, well you Kadri's haven't Molly pipped anybody yet. All right. Um, <laughs> Kadri's kid plays for Villanova, so I think oh, he, for conflict. the for the sake of objectivity and him not screaming either happy or angrily on the air, I think he's just going to be a fan next oh, weekend. Okay. Wait, right, is cool, that cool. something that was? And, and I don't want to get you in trouble, but I still am going to ask the question: Was that something that was mandated, or was no. that his own decision to do? No, that? no, no. This was this is a hundred percent Kadri. Okay. I don't I I don't even know that anybody put two and two together. I think he just wanted to, and I'm just I'm having fun with him in terms of like yelling and screaming. Sure, sure. Uh, I, just, I just think he wanted to make sure that um, he could watch his son play as opposed to having to work around the game. Well, right. See, that's so, the problem. See, I will, you know, <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm going there and, and I might yell about his son. You know what I'm saying? So, I, I got to make sure I look at that. All right. <laughs> well, I'm just saying too, that this was slapped together here because we were surprised that Barrett was even working for SNY doing a game for SNY because that's out of the norm. And he's like, yeah, I got it. And then he starts to go through because we're always curious about who he's working with in the event that we may happen to know the name or in this case, know the body. So he starts to look at the name and goes through Andrew and it, like bogish. Really? <laughs> and then I, Oh, this is great. The fact that you two are going to be working together. We're, we're trying and, I don't think it's going to happen, so I'm going to let Cat out of the bag because we're trying to do this and and really have Barrett have a seasoned impersonation of Russo ready to go for you to hit you out of nowhere to where the camera's on both of you and you pass it to Brooks and he just hits you out of nowhere with the fill in the blank phrase. Just that is Mel reaction. Is Mel. He ran eight miles. Yeah. Eight yeah miles. And it, you got to finish it off. Give me your thoughts there. Go ahead. Fire away. <laughs> yeah. And see that Harry's right. The hand and the yep. look away. It's, it's half voice, half body. If you're not doing all of the moves, you're not doing the full Russo. Right. Yeah. <laughs> full Russo. Yeah. Right. Now, you are a season of a veteran at that place as anybody. You've done shows to updates and been in around all the different channels there. And, and I, 
tell these guys as far as the time that you and I and, and countless of other people, that newsroom, you've looked back at it at one point. I mean, we'd have four or five bodies all in that same room. You, me, Lance Meadow, Termini. Yeah. My goodness. We drove people nuts. I'm sure I drove you crazy as well. Well, they and, and I believe they've actually finally outgrown that room. It was never big enough for us, but I do think they have a different newsroom, which is actually a little sad because that room became like a horrible shrine to satellite sports radio because there were media guides everywhere, pizza boxes, people who were sleeping after a shift or before a shift or during a shift and got yelling for cuts. Where's this? The random Russo drop in to do his thing right in front of us. I mean, that place was, was magical and terrible simultaneously. You know, I had to convince these guys they didn't believe it that I, I could be a little bit of a pain in the ass. No back then and, and that you know maybe you would <laughs> no way. <laughs> but you know what? Um, were you a pain in the ass? No. Um, but did you maybe one of those guys falling asleep in the room? I think that that might have happened once uh, once or twice. I, I, you know, I'm working three shifts. That's I'm working true. three shifts, bogus. I gotta fill five hours, Stevie. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, that was rough, man. I, I just have uh, I, I tell our, our producer or our exec guy at the time, like, just load me up on ships. I go out there. I crash like an hour and a half in the car. Come back. I, I tell Scott Wetzel to, like, poke me if he sees me falling asleep at 5 a.m. Meanwhile, Babchek rolls in at like 630 late already for these shows and yelling at me that the update's late. Well, listen, um, we are all various levels of degenerates. He's the lowest, and yet somehow, I mean, he's he's the star now, so he did something right, I guess. <laughs> I think he's just pissed enough people off. You guys are crushing it, though, on the DA show, and it's funny because you work with Marash, who I got a chance in, in my brief moments up at the fan, where you are as well, to work with, and, and you guys have a hilarious crew, man. I don't know well, how that came about. That that I know you've moved around different slots with the show, but it's it's really come together. Well, I, I appreciate you saying that. I'm a huge fan of, of DA. I think he's a genius. He's been doing this for a, a long time over the country, and you know he's the perfect little puppet master for all of us and pushing and pulling and prodding. And uh, on top of just being a good sports host, broadcaster, whatever you want to call it, um, you know the joke is is I've I've survived now. I've been with the network from the very beginning which was the end of 2012, beginning of 2013. And we've had like 19 different morning shows, but I have always been there. I'm like the morning anchor cockroach you can't kill uh, with all the different <laughs> shows coming and going. So they they did their, they did the heavy lifting moving from 2 to 6. They started at 2 a.m., 2 to 6 a.m. Then they went to 6 to 10 p.m. Then they came to 9 to noon, and now they're 6 to 10. Um, so they were crushing it, and I'm just happy to, to kind of tag along here and be a tiny part of the group what do you make of uh the final schmooze uh steve summers stepping away you know it's 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 bittersweet it's weird because i'm not like it's so disconnected like i'm in the building from 4 30 in the morning five in the morning until like one i don't remember the and then obviously because of covid but even before that i don't know the last time i saw steve mm. like in person and like that's part of the, the bad thing of being at the fan and being in the morning is that you every every day part is so different and so broken up. Like I don't I wish I knew Steve better. I wish I had a chance to actually work directly with him. But I mean, you know, it's a little it's a little crazy now that you know Boomer's obviously been there for a long time and Craig is back. But you know, the voices that I heard growing mm -hmm. up 
as a New Yorker, I mean, they're all every once Steve's gone, they're really kind of all gone. And it's mm-hmm. a completely different WFAN. It's gonna be, it's certainly gonna be a different time. Absolutely, man. What's the big I know you got a jet in a couple of minutes. What's the biggest thing people are talking about in, in one isolated topic locally up there? We're we're always curious how much the Giants influence or infiltrate the conversation. Both teams are not really great now. Yeah. And, I don't know if, uh, you know, the Knicks, uh, on the other hand, although they nearly came back against the Bucs, I, I don't know if that is still people still riding that Kyrie Irving, people upset at Kyrie still. Yeah, I mean, Kyrie came back up because of Aaron Rodgers, that that kind of people sort of, you know, were making Rodgers Kyrie comparisons, good or bad. Um, you know, the, the, the individual teams have some juice the morning after something like that, you know, the Knicks with Tibbs not benching the starters for a quarter and a half and like that'll play for the next day, but football matters now. I mean, you know that that's all he cares about. You could do right. just a show giants and jets here the entire time, especially with, you know, we're in the middle of the throes of Mike white. Well, it's not, it's not <laughs> insanity yet, but if he plays again, well this weekend, I mean, I don't know what's going to happen then on Monday here because jet fans are giddy and simultaneously, you know, pre about to be heartbroken that they picked Zach Wilson for no reason. Cause they had Mike white sitting there wow. behind him anyway. And he's already, already better than him. It's just uh yeah. So football, football always wins. So, you know, I, I I was a firm believer, you know, that Wilson was not the second best quarterback in that group. In fact, I thought he was actually, you know, probably around about the fifth best quarterback. But, I mean, is there any way that, that, that White can just take things over since it's so earlier than in, in Wilson's career, you think? I mean, I, I just I, – I can't imagine – like, I'm a big kind of like um, – what's the right word? Like, pedigree guy. Like, there's a reason why Mike White – went to Western Kentucky, right? And why he, we didn't know who he was until three weeks ago. So I feel, and especially it happens, I think more with, with, with backup quarterbacks, number two quarterbacks, like he may play well again this weekend, but I just, I don't think that Mike White is your starter for the next decade. I think Zach Wilson might be. I'm probably with you that um, I would have taken Justin Fields. I probably would have yep. done a Trey Lance gamble before Zach Wilson too. Yep. So, so I, I get all of the warts on his game, but I think, you have to know what Zach Wilson is because you just picked you such a high pick on him. So it was not great the first four or five games, but at some point he's got to get back out there and he's got to play five, six, seven, eight weeks in a row. So they know what he is. I just, I, it'd be shocking to me if this was somehow the most random bit of luck for that. I mean, it would be typical, typical jets too, to use a pick <laughs> on a guy like Zach Wilson and then have another guy become their QB of the future. So <laughs> like, I, I think this ends up being Zach at some point again, fairly soon. Tough it sounds also right. Yeah. Bogus. I, I know you got a jet brother, so we appreciate you big time. Hopefully you got a chance to break some bread here and bread specifically meaning slider from mm. <laughs> what the hell is it called? Not KFC. I need a yes or no. All right. Can Fordham in Manhattan get me to 133 total points? That's Ooh. all I need today. Oh, wow. I need 133 from Fordham in Manhattan. I mean, Fordham scored 40 in a hurry the other day and then didn't score for forever against Columbia when I was at that game. So that I don't know anything about Manhattan. <laughs> so I'm gonna say I'm gonna I'm gonna lean under on that one. Oh, well, uh, see, I I the tickets in. I was hoping you would be like, uh, yes, they can. I'm screwed. I know Thanks. it's tough to ask this before he leaves, but because uh, they won last week. But how warm is the seat for Gettleman and Judge? Um, I, I think the question's Gettleman. I mean, Gettleman's got to go. It should he he shouldn't be there now in my mm. mind. So the thing then becomes, 
do you keep Joe Judge with a new GM or do you let a new GM pick a new head coach? The thing that bothers me about Joe Judge, all the things he told you from the beginning, discipline, no mental mistakes, no penalties, they still do that. They're not just losing because they're not talented. They lose because they self-sabotage. And that was supposed to, he was not supposed to allow that. That shouldn't be a thing. And we're a year and a half into this now. So like that stuff should be over and it's not. Hmm. Um, so there's definitely a reason to be down on him. But I think the first decision and the quick one's got to be get him. And they just need all new people in charge of building this team. Awesome, brother. Thanks. Good stuff, man. Always Guys, a sorry again about yesterday. Glad it worked today. No, <laughs> come on. No apologies ever, man. You're, you're and, always and, and, good. Thanks, and also, brother. man. Also, remember, He's got to go. He's got another one. No, but listen. He's <laughs> never going to come on again. Remember, bro. I'm on I'm on this show from 11 to, to, to 1 o'clock, so we can't have the coaches meetings, you know. I got gotcha. you. Huh. Appreciate it, bro. Was that really necessary yeah. on his way <laughs> yeah, out? Because you guys would be clowning me if I'd have <laughs> left and was, you know, hey, I gotta go do this meeting. I gotta go talk. We gotta to the let coaches. him go. We Seriously, let him go. Go. we love you, brother. Thanks, Bogus. <laughs> All right, guys. Unbelievable. All right, yeah. we gotta get out of here. Too. We'd have been clowning him. Did you hear that, Aton? Right. Can we clown him? No. Yes. You gotta go. You gotta go. I gotta oh. go. I gotta go do this QVC. You wanna thing. go clown his ass? Then go clown him. <laughs> we let him off the. That's amazing, oh, by the way. Dude. You want to go clown his ass. <laughs> clown. Go clown him. Oh, man. All right, so you got to go sell. What are you selling today? The, the razors? The, the Same thing, yeah. Hair? Yeah, I'm Ear a mess clippers. Right I'm, I'm dripping. Like, I'm uh, a mess. I don't know what to do. Should I go shower? I, I would hope so. You can't uh, be pitting out on TV, can you? I don't think so. No. I can't. Now what are you gonna what are you gonna shave your beard with it again? Yeah, I'm gonna have to shave the beard. See, I'm on a different camera now because the other camera's set up. So mm -hmm. I have to shave the beard. I'll shave my nose hair. I'll shave my ear hair. I'll shave wow. my arm again. Wow. Yeah. What a way to make a living. Tell you, look, you know that you can't. Yeah, really there it is. I, I can see it. There it there is. is. Big like bare spot. Yeah. It's <laughs> a patch. You're supposed to get cut the rest of it off. <laughs> no, it was just a quick one. I was in. I was out. You know, All right. it's cool, though, because it's on uh, it's on the deuce. That's what I'm on. I'm on the deuce. The deuce. Yeah. QVC two today. The deuce. Oh, the deuce. OK. Yeah. So <laughs> well, I'm sure I'm sure Bloomfield and, and company and Shelton. Why? Be, I'm not giving out any bets. <laughs> you got to give a parlay while you shave your arm. On my way out. Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, no. What did we decide on? Buffalo, Pittsburgh, Dallas. And who was the fourth one? Tampa. Tampa. Right? Yeah. I think and Tampa it's plus 200. I think it could work. Yeah. Yeah. That's all right. Awesome. So you guys, uh, now, did you get Ellis on or is that an old text? That's an old text. Oh, okay. Yeah. Barrett, man. You ready to go? Oh, Bog I tell you, Bogus is going to bring you White Castle. I have a very strong <laughs> inkling to that. Wow, oh, yeah. that's amazing. He he loves White Castle. Wow. Yeah, that's why we're going to get along. Great it's dude. It's a Fordham staple up there. We're going we're, we're gonna to call a great game because of that. You know what I mean? How about great Fordham game. against Manhattan? What, in basketball? Is that what? Yeah. The, yeah. Jesus. Where did that come from? You just the Manhattan Jaspers? Well, he went to Fordham. He's a right, Fordham right. alum. Right. right. Yeah, and they're taking on he Manhattan. He was at the game. Yeah. That's a nice that's gym true. they got up there, the Rose Hill Gym. Is that right? I saw a game. I saw Temple play there because they used to be in the same conference when they were in Atlantic 10. Yep. Okay. And Shad, uh, we you, went you up there to, to the Bronx. That's a nice spot. Shad, you notice Harry knows a lot of stuff about, like, stuff that I wouldn't even necessarily think about. 
Mm-hmm. I mean, that, who's been in that stadium before, or that uh, that 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 uh, the barn before, man? Bogus. Yeah, bogus. Yeah. <laughs> you now know two people who yeah, have exactly. been up there. Crazy. Yeah, you yeah. know, you got to give yourself more credit. That's right. All right, so I have the Broncos covering this game. Yeah, I have them winning by four, thirty to twenty-six. And you guys were supposed to, you know, give me some more information on 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 this game because I well, got to write my prediction still. So Broncos are down three offensive linemen. That should help you. Mm-hmm. There we go. You want to make an argument for the Eagles? Do that. Slays out though. Yeah, yep. that's going to be a problem. That's a huge issue. Yeah. All right, so I'll see you guys Monday. Now, anything else you want to get out with me before I get out of here? Um, good luck. Well, that's thank you. I appreciate. It. I'm I'm nervous. So you you are. Yeah, he I always get, is. He, he's always nervous to do that. Why? He's never he's never nervous to be around us. No, I'm not. I'm not nervous to be around Mike and Alex in the morning. Like I'm not because I I don't know why. I think it's still new to me, and it's it's not like I'm working my way up here like I have in other businesses like TV, right. sports, or radio. Where you know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, excursions, and more in one place. There are over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from, so you can find something for everyone. And Viator offers free cancellation and 24-7 customer support for worry-free travel. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Or, you know, producer to this, to that. This is like, I've been thrown out there. So everything is riding on my eight or nine minutes that I'm on there with not much of a history of doing it. Okay. Right. You know, like Barrett, you had the benefit, like we've all, we've had the benefit of producing, being in the truck, seeing our broadcast go, being thrown out. Like that first time, there was a lot of shit. I had no idea was going was going on until I was thrown out there in there. <laughs> Right. <laughs> so I'm I'm pitting already, man. Wow. <laughs> Not Kyle Pitts. <laughs> All right, I'll see All you guys. Right. We're back in three. At Stateside Vodka, every new customer gets the world's best rocks glass. Free. What's that? Uh, a rocks glass? You're telling me that bottle is cut in half? You could say that. 
Holy shit. And you're telling me I can get one of these glasses for free? That's right. One free rocks glass per customer with each first-time purchase of Stateside Vodka. So good, it just disappears. As a hard-working American, you've never experienced how tough life can be until now. A catastrophic injury while working on the job. A personal injury from someone else's negligence. Turned away by other law firms in the region who didn't bother to learn your story. It's time to meet the Fritz and Beyond Cooley Law Firm and managing partner Brian Fritz. Badly injured? Call the Fritz and Beyond Cooley Law Firm. Find out why they say, we got this. Basketball is part of how we grew up in this city. And every morning, IBEW Local 98 members take their best shot building this city, rescuing our community from decay, and inspiring the young men and women of the region to take pride in who we are, like the Hawks who will never die. Local 98 members love tradition. John Doherty, business manager of Local 98, says it this way. The best way not to forget where you come from is to never leave. Ah, the savoring taste of a good bag of beef jerky is so enjoyable at any time of the day, as long as you can find it. Here's what we suggest. Pure Bull Beef Jerky is our answer, and soon it will be yours. Locally produced in the Philadelphia region, this high-quality, healthy protein snack is easy to secure. Go to Steersnacks.com, and you'll see hot garlic, tropical heat, Pure Bull Dry Rub, and our favorite, Huck and Fod. What's that? Huck and Fod. Go now to Steersnacks.com. Hour number two of the middle on a football Friday. Week 10 already, Barrett Brooks. It's hard to believe. You know, we spend all year waiting for football season to start and then the preseason starts. And then we realize that the preseason sucks. Uh, let's get the regular <laughs> season here. And then we realize that the first four weeks of the regular season are essentially garbage, too. And now here we are in week 10 already. And we're just starting to figure out what the Philadelphia Eagles are as a football team, at least on the offensive side of the ball. Well, you know what? They have an identity. And it's an identity they can stick to. You know, they can run the ball. I mean, I've said it a thousand times. When you have a left side, six foot eight, 380, six foot six, 360, you should run the ball. Pure point blank. When they That's had run the ball. 740 pounds a man right there. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. So, you know, I mean, just get that inertia going in one direction, you can't stop it. But the thing is, when they pass block, you know what I'm saying, they have a couple problems, and it was very evident in the Raiders game. But they do have that ability to run the ball. And, and, and because of that, you can open your playbook out. You can open up the offense. You look at, you know, play action. Now, this is what we got to talk about, the evolution of Nick Sirianni. Not necessarily Jalen Hurts, but it's the evolution of Nick Sirianni. He's got to take what he now sees as a strength, and that's running the ball, and mm -hmm. add to it. Since you're running the ball out of 13 personnel, one running back, three tight ends. Since you, you know, you had some success with 12 personnel, one running back, two tight ends. You now have to have plays that come off of that personnel package, that come off the run action that you that you have. Now you can throw the ball down the field. 
because right. now teams are concerned about your running game. So when you can, you know, run a ball consistently and they can't stop it, they have to allocate another defender inside the box. So when they put that safety in the box, it's going to open up on the outside. Right. Now, we know that Smith can go out there and, and, and really alter coverage. They're going to try to bracket coverage him. He has become Jalen Hurts' favorite. So they're going to do something to stop that. Well, what you can do is implement Tyrese Jackson, I mean, Tyree Jackson, mm-hmm. tight end, former quarterback, and Dallas Goddard in the, in the passing game. You know, you can use them as potentially tools to, to play action. And both of those guys can catch. Both of those guys can run good routes. The only thing is, if you don't have something after that run, after, after that run play, it, it's really all for naught because you make yourself, once again, one-dimensional, and you can't do that. They used to be one-dimensional as far as passing the ball all the time. You also can't be one-dimensional as far as running all the time. Because mm-hmm. what if you do get down, caught down, or you got to come back? You have to have the ability to come off of those plays in which you have on the run game. They they have to. So this is Nick Sirianni. I want to see what he can do. Yeah. That, it reminds me when I went to see Penn State take on Miami years ago when the Hurricanes had an unbelievable team in 01 with Clinton Portis as a running back. I remember and they that. faced Penn State week one up at Penn State, and they ran on the left side of that offensive line the entire first half, got out to a 30 to nothing lead, wow. I, if I remember correctly. Bryant McKinney was the left yep. tackle, and I'm trying to remember the, the guard's name. Was it Garcia or Ruiz? Something, something like that. Right. And they just ran behind these two guys the whole first half and just destroyed Penn State. Well, man, you can do that, man. Yeah. I mean, and you, you, the biggest thing is it might be your best defense also because you keep your offense on the field and keep the opposing offense off the field. Right. When you're on the field, that means that quarterback can't go out there and make plays. And with Slay being down, that's a major factor, a major, major factor. It is. Now, now who, who gets the start now in, in place of him? Who, You know – I, you know, I, I know it won't be McPherson, the rookie. Mm-hmm. Um, and it won't be the guy that just brought in, you know what I'm saying, from um, from um, from Denver? From Denver. Uh, what's his name? Um, let me look it up right now. They just got him from there. Oh, he's on a practice squad, isn't he? Pro- I think so. Yeah. Yeah. Um, you know, the, see, there lies the problem, man. I, I mean, I don't know who they'll have. I mean, I think yeah, I think this group of wide receivers for Denver is pretty good. Yeah, I mean they're fast. Yeah, they can make plays. But man, who do they have that's going to play? It would be uh, McPherson is on the depth chart right behind him. Right. Um, Steve I, mean, I think Nelson. I think it would be. I think it would be McPherson. Uh, they just got Kerry Vincent. Kerry Vincent Jr. from yeah. Denver. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So wow. more than likely, it, it it will be. It will be. Uh, Zach McPherson. They usually have Joshua Scott, but I thought he was more so a a, um, a nickel corner guy. Wow! So they're going to put the fourth round rookie out there. Man, yeah. if you're Teddy Bridgewater, you got to be licking your chops, right? <laughs> you want to make that happen, man? No kidding. All but right, you now, know, go ahead. I don't know. I mean, if they play these guys closer, it might it may work in their favor because then you give that first read and take that first read off. Now the defensive line can go out there with them having three 
uh, offensive lineman out, mm-hmm. you got to put a little pressure on them. So play the corners tighter so they don't have the first read, and then allow that defensive line to help them. Man, that's the problem. They don't do that enough. Yeah, their their offensive line. Let me go through some of these names. You know, I want you to give me your take on them. Uh, first of all, Garrett Bowles, their their left tackle. He right. missed last week's game with an ankle sprain. Mm-hmm. So his status is up in the air. Calvin Anderson started at left tackle last week against Dallas. Just a um, guy. Just a guy? Just a guy. They could beat him royally, yes. What about Dalton Risner at left guard? Kansas State guy. Yeah? He played tackle at Kansas State, though. Okay. He's pretty good. You know, he is pretty good. Now, not just because from Kansas, mm-hmm. but he's like one of their best offensive linemen. All right, what about Lloyd Cushenberry? How about that for a name? <laughs> That's a center name, right? He's, there. he's you know, he's pretty good too. He's Cushenberry. okay. Cushenberry. Yeah. <laughs> oh man. It's not the most imposing name you can go with. No, no. What about Quinn Miners? M-E-I-N-E-R-Z. He's a rookie. Okay, he's the right guard. Yeah, he's a rookie. He's gonna struggle. Especially struggle against, you know, the guys we have. Fletcher Cox will have a big day you know, on, on, on him and Hargraves is going to destroy him. Well, now we said the same thing last week against that uh, Los Angeles front front line, except for Slater. They were pretty average too. Well, they didn't get we, one hit on, on Herbert. Well, that's because the, the ball was out of his hand so fast. Her, her, he had to read and went exactly to the read. That ball was out of his hand like this. Yeah. And you Two, can't what get did we there say now. yesterday? 2.3 seconds or something. Right. <laughs> yeah. All right. You know, so this was tough. How about Bobby Massey? Or Cameron Fleming at right tackle. Well, Bobby Massey played for Chicago for a long time. He hurt he's his ankle last too. week too against Dallas. Yeah, he's old though, but he's you no, know, he's one of those crafty veterans. You know, he's yeah. a pretty good player. So I I, I think he'll be back. Um, Anderson, and he he sucks. He's bad. He's real bad. Calvin he's Anderson. The Jets, I think. Yeah. Okay. So that's that's their offensive line. A little banged up. A couple of ankle injuries last week against the Cowboys. Well, you know, you mentioned, you talked about Fant earlier on. He yeah, could be a tight problem. end. He's a he good could player. Be a if he if he's back from the COVID list, mm-hmm. he'll be a problem because now you have to allocate somebody else to cover him. And we we had a problem last week against covering tight ends, a very bad problem covering tight ends. Yeah, three of them. Right. <laughs> yeah, I, I'll tell you how bad it was. Let me see. I wrote this. I know I wrote this down somewhere. Them against the tight end last week. There were 11 targets between the three players that played tight end. 11 receptions on 11 targets. 126 yards and two touchdowns. Ridiculous. Yes. Ridiculous. And, you know, I thought Marcus Epps played played good, but he's going to be the guy that's going to be covered with tight ends. Can he he go out there and make it happen? Yeah. Is, um, uh, is, is, Is Harris back? I have no idea. Anthony Harris, I mean, he didn't play last week, I don't think. But he, he needs to be back. So far, Fant this year has 37 catches for 320 yards and three touchdowns. But he's only averaging like 8.6 yards a reception. Mm. He, me, elite route runner. Mm-hmm. Um, he has average speed, but he's quick. Very, very quick. Now, how how can that be? To explain how you can have average speed but be quick in football. That means you know it, it's ten in yards in and out of his breaks and stuff. In and out of his or... breaks, great feet. You know, guys that are quick usually have great feet. Pick them up and put them down. You know, I've heard, I've seen fast guys. 
they can't round routes because they round their routes off. Mm-hmm. They're not precise in their routes. They don't they don't um, run them at the right depths because when you're when you're a long legged strider, it's really really hard for you to run precise routes. You know what I mean? It's usually the quicker guys have quick feet, pick them up and put them down. Those are the elite route runners that do that. Hmm. All right, what do you think about Dallas Goddard against this Broncos defense? This is where I think we have the edge. Mm-hmm. We definitely have the edge. You know, and they lost their best linebacker. But, you know, I mean, I, I can't see, I, you know, I can't see, you know, two rookies really making a difference against, you know, the tight ends that we have. You know, Jonathan Cooper is a rookie. Mm-hmm. Baron Browning is a rookie. Right. You know, we, we shouldn't see a lot from – um and then Kenny Young, who's been on his, who was on his third team since entering the league since 2018. So <laughs> right, that's right, not, a, right. it's never a good sign. Right. So you know, athletically they're pretty good, but I mean, I, I know the, the middle of the field will be open all day. We're gonna have to be able to hit those seam routes if we run the ball and play run play action. They'll get them every time because when you have young linebackers, they don't read as well. They don't see the progression. You know, when you're a linebacker. And people don't really notice when you're a linebacker, you read from the from the um, the triangle, and the triangles the guard, the guard to the running back. Mm-hmm. You know, so you got the that's the triangle. You watch those three; will give you your keys, especially the offensive line. You have to you have to read the offensive line because the offensive line is going to tell you where the ball is going and how it's getting there. You see them pop up; it's going to be a slow developer play because it's either going to be a pass or it's going to be a draw. Now it, when does- it comes. Does Denver still do that zone blocking stuff that they were so famous for on the offensive line? That's still their MO. Yep. Yeah. They still do it. And they got the running backs to do it. Melvin Gordon can, can, he's a good back. Yeah. Yeah. He's a good back. But uh, Williams, you know, they put a lot of stock in Williams and his ability to come. They Mm -hmm. also run with a fullback also. So, you know, that our guys haven't seen it. Last time they saw that was against the, the, um, was against uh, the Raiders. And he kicked our tail, bro. That Raiders fullback oh, was, right. was So did the tight heads. end. Right. That backup tight end. <laughs> exactly. Who was just the guy. Came was in it Foster Moreau, right? Yep. Yep. Yeah. But Teddy, man, what, what Teddy does well, his evaluation of the play, his pre-snap reads are pretty good. But he holds on the ball a lot longer than most guys. Yeah. And that could work in our favor if we play tighter. And this is this comes down to Gannon, man. Gannon's got to yep. drop him, man. He's got to drop him. He's got to go out there and make an impact. You know, he's got to drop him. He's got to go out there with the mindset that, all right, I don't care that we don't have Slay. We're still going to play our guys tighter to the receiver. And it's better if you got a young guy like McPherson right. to play tighter. Get up on him, play tighter. That way, you know, he doesn't have a lot to do in a, in a, in a large amount of space. You want him to get on him, run with him more so – then set back off and try to guess where he's going. Most guys, you know, are better when they do get up on guys, you know, at least five yards off. Mm-hmm. This playing 10 yards off and nine yards off, you just can't win football games with that because it's too easy to hit the little quick pass plays. Right. Way too easy. Man, I'm looking here. at I just pulled up the Broncos depth chart on ESPN. Mm-hmm. You look at both sides of the ball. When you see a lot of red letters after the guy's names, you know you got a problem. Right. <laughs> I mean, the amount of Qs and IRs, it's it's unbelievable. Like, they got a lot of injured players. I know by week nine, week ten, a lot of teams have a lot of injured players, but they've got a lot of starters with red letters after their name. 
it, they've they've had a lot of guys that you know just haven't stepped up either. Mm-hmm. Also, they were projected they were projected to to be a bad team, and I think they're still a bad team. You know, we can't look at them off, off of what they did this last week. I don't know what. Um, you think that was more Dallas about the Cowboys? Out. That was way. That was all about the Cowboys. Mm-hmm. That's that's not the Cowboy team I saw. You know, and I think they went in with the with the mindset that they're just gonna go out there, whoop them, and, and go on home. You know what I mean? Right. And they got you know they got housed in that thing. I mean, they're at home. Like, all right, we're at home. Right. We're comfortable right now. Instead, they got trounced, and they couldn't recover. They couldn't get back from it. And I think this is this this team will now probably think the same thing about the Eagles. Oh, we've beat everybody else in the division. Let's just go ahead and trounce these yeah, guys. Yeah, they're three and zero against the NFC East. Yeah, yeah. Let's go they, trounce them, beat up on them, and then get on get on back. Um, you know, get in our cars and drive home. We That's know how we know how bad the division is. Okay, we're a part of it. Okay, right. <laughs> we are a part of the of the the bad. Okay, we all see three it. out of their five wins were against other NFC East teams, and miraculously they beat Dallas in Dallas, which nobody thought they would do. No, but you explained why. There are other wins. There are other two wins, Barrett, are against Jacksonville and the New York Jets. So they're five and four, but they've beaten all bad teams. Now, I I put the Eagles into the bad team category, too. But I don't put them down as far as, like, the Jets or the Jaguars or – I mean, are are they the same as the Giants or are they a touch better? They might be the same as the Giants. Okay. The same as the Giants, you know what? And what 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 makes me mad is the Giants team on paper when the season started, mm-hmm. they had everything but a quarterback as far as that offense. Right. They had two really good tight ends, three and a half good wide receivers. Right. They picked up you know Tony in the draft in the first yep. round. Yeah. And then you know they 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 had the speedster and Ross. Uh, Sterling Shepard is always hurt, but he's a really good slot slot guy. And then when they got the kid from Detroit, you know, they're, they're you know, yep. the best free agent wide receiver uh, in last year's. Galladay. Yeah, 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 Kenny Galladay. So they have some weapons. They have, you know, one of the, if not the best back in the league. Yeah, but he's when, always but hurt. But he's the healthy. He's always, always hurt. hurt. Exactly. Yeah. So they have the makings in, become, in being a really, really good team, man. They just don't know how to play. And I think that's a lot to do with their coach, man. I, mean, I think they hate their coach. Yeah. I can't see him being around. I can't see him. Judge well, Bogus said here. the general manager's probably gone. <laughs> well, he's the one who put the roster together. Yeah. But they feel as though because they kept the quarterback, is that why they, they don't want him? Because, I mean, Daniel Jones just sucks, man. Yeah. No two ways about it. He's just a bad quarterback. And his offense is not as bad as what they get. They, they, they built the offensive line up pretty good. You know, they got a pretty good offensive line now. You know who else disappointed on that team? Who's that? Offensively. Ingram, the tight end. Oh, Evan Ingram. First I thought he pick. was going to be really good. Me too. Yeah. Coming out of Ole Miss. Yeah. He had speed. He could, he could run routes. You know, he was a, a good, good tight end mm-hmm. in, 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 in college. Let's take a look at Denver's wins or their losses. Excuse me. We went through the wins. They started out three and zero against bad teams, giants, Jacksonville and jets. Then they hit a, a stretch where they played Baltimore at home they got beat 23 to 7. Lamar went for over 300 yards passing and a touchdown. Actually, Denver got out to a 7-0 lead in that game and then get it gave up 23 unanswered in the loss. The next week, 
They went to Pittsburgh and lost 27 to 19. Big Ben threw two touchdowns. Uh, Najee Harris had 122 on the ground and a touchdown, and Claypool went off for over 100 yards receiving in that game. Mm. Then they go back home and take on the Raiders in the division. There was 850-plus yards of offense between these two teams in that game. Wow. Teddy B, your boy, Teddy B, Mm -hmm. threw three picks. (laughs) They lost to the Raiders 34-24. Then they played Cleveland. That was on that short week game on Thursday yep. night, I believe, right? I uh, Mayfield was out. Case Keenum was the quarterback. He had a pretty decent game, and this Ernest Johnson is like the third string running back for Cleveland. Went for a buck forty six and a touchdown. That's where you get. It. That's yep. where you get the idea that the Eagles need to follow that blueprint. That's what I. That's and that's 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 what I'm thinking. We just follow that blueprint. That Cleveland got us. Just take and rip that about out the out the um the Cleveland run game book mm-hmm. and just hand it over to to Nick Sirianni. And it'll yeah. work, man. It'll work. Just run the ball on them, man. That's a smaller type of defense. That defense wants to be run that zone blitzing scheme. You know, they want to run the scheme like like the um they're a like three the four run. defense, aren't they? Yeah, yeah. They want to run like the like the Steelers run. Right. Zone blitz. But you gotta have studs at the linebackers and studs at the two ends. And they don't have that, you know. You, you well, they got, and they got rid of Von Miller. The Eagles got the a break back, there. Yeah. No Von so, Miller. And we took one of their DBs, so we should be all right. And we and we're gonna play against Ronald Darby. That's right. We Ronald love Darby. Ronald Darby. He's the starting left cornerback. Yeah, we love Ronald Darby. <laughs> Kareem Jackson's pretty good at safety. Yeah, he's very good. I like really Weatherly, good. the strong side linebacker. Mm-hmm. Weatherly. Browning, you mentioned he's he's a rookie, right? Yep, yep. And he's questionable for the game. Wow. Kenny Young, and then Malik Reed. He's also questionable. Right. He's the weak side linebacker. So I mean, I don't see the studs that we saw against you know you know the the, the you know when you look at the Chargers, they run the same defense. Mm-hmm. But they have stud in, in Joey Bosa. Right. I don't see anybody on that defensive line like a Joey Bosa. Mike Purcell, the nose tackle. Draymond he's, Jones and Shelby Harris, it looks like. He's questionable, yeah. too. And those are just guys, man. And his backup, um, Agam. Yeah. McTelvin. McTelvin. Yeah, yeah he's, he's questionable also. Right. So you have to have studs, you know, and, and – if you don't have studs at, at, right there at those three techniques, I mean at the um at the ends, yeah, you know you, it's hard to run that defense. It's real hard to run that defense. We ran it well because we had studs. You know, when I was with the Steelers, we had studs there at the uh, at the um tackle. It, well, it, it's I keep saying tackle, but it's an yeah, end it's an tackle. End, yeah. It's, just, yeah, yeah. it's an end. You know, you know, Aaron Aaron Smith was a a baller, man. You know, he doesn't get enough credit because he was one of the guys. Him and Brent. Mm-hmm. Where you know two guys that they didn't get it really a lot of the accolades, but they should have. Yeah, you know because they were able to you know, and then you had in the middle Casey Hampton. Oh so yeah. You, 
so yeah, you know, those guys were studs, which allowed those linebackers to do whatever they wanted to do. You got to be a real tough guy to be a nose tackle in the NFL, Espe- man. Especially when you're a nose, when you're head up on that three technique. Yeah. Because you can get fired upon on, on both sides. Right. You can have one of those guys come down every single time. The guard and the center. Yeah, yeah. man. Yeah. You're not just worried about the center that's in front of you. You're worried about somebody else firing off on you. And on every play can come from any direction. They got you a guy that, that you liked in the draft. You and I both liked him. It's hard not to. Sertain, the quarterback. Yeah, Patrick Sertain. From, he's from, he's banged up too. And he was man. He he showed he showed me something even in a, in that Cleveland game. Patrick Sertain was the best cornerback in the draft that year last year. A really good cornerback. Yeah, he's questionable. He's got one interception so far this year, and eight pass defense. Pass That's good, defense. man. I'll take it. Yeah. I'll take that. Yeah. How many does Good. Nelson have? Oh. Well, we don't have any. Let me check. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, right. That's the other thing. The Eagles defense doesn't turn the ball turn the uh, the opponent over enough. No. Mm-mm. You know? Not at all. And that's that goes to your point that they're just not aggressive. And you have to get they take on the mindset of the person calling the plays. If you mm-hmm. if the guy called the plays is not aggressive, then, you know, they're going to call things that aren't aggressive. When you call a defense that isn't aggressive, how do you expect your guys to get to that that level of aggressiveness if you don't allow them to go out there and play in that um, demeanor? Right. They don't allow them to do that. Nelson has one pick and four passes defended mm. so far. But he so, hasn't been bad. No, no. He hasn't been bad. And people are down on him. I, I think he's played solid mm-hmm. when he when they let him get in that position. They don't oh, the allow Eagle, him to do that. The Eagles have this other guy that they picked up, um, Tay Gowan. Didn't they get him from Arizona in the Ertz trade? Yep. I think they did. You think he's ready to play? I don't know. Well, he played against Detroit in the 44-6 to blowout. Mm-hmm. That's it. That's the only stat he has. He made a tackle in that game. And they put McPherson in when – when Slate went out, right? Last week, yeah. Yeah, McPherson. So I think it will be McPherson. You, that probably, that's probably a tell right there. And he's he's got good size, man. Mm-hmm. Pretty good speed. You know, given an opportunity, I think he can play well. But I hope it doesn't scare Gannon into calling a very passive game. Yeah, now that's the other thing, though, that kind of makes you concerned. Like, I look here. The Eagles are pretty healthy as a team. Now, I know they lost Brandon Graham. And they've had some injuries on the offensive line throughout the season. But when you look at it, they've been pretty healthy. All their guys are playing. Yeah. And we're still not good. Yeah, we're still three and six. (laughs) (laughs) All right, we're going to take a short timeout. We'll be back and uh, finish off the show. Got a big half hour to go on a football Friday right here on the middle with Barrett Brooks and Harry Mays on the Jacob Media YouTube channel.
At Stateside Vodka, every new customer gets the world's best rocks glass. Free. What's that? Uh, a rocks glass? You're telling me that bottle is cut in half? You could say that. Holy shit. And you're telling me I can get one of these glasses for free? That's right. One free rocks glass per customer with each first-time purchase of Stateside Vodka. So good, it just disappears. As a hardworking American, you've never experienced how tough life can be until now. A catastrophic injury while working on the job. A personal injury from someone else's negligence. Turned away by other law firms in the region who didn't bother to learn your story. It's time to meet the Fritz and Beyond Cooley Law Firm and managing partner Brian Fritz. Badly injured? Call the Fritz and Beyond Cooley Law Firm. Find out why they say, we got this. Basketball is part of how we grew up in this city. And every morning, IBEW Local 98 members take their best shot building this city, rescuing our community from decay, and inspiring the young men and women of the region to take pride in who we are, like the Hawks who will never die. Local 98 members love tradition. John Docker, business manager of Local 98, says it this way. The best way not to forget where you come from is to never leave. Ah, the savoring taste of a good bag of beef jerky is so enjoyable at any time of the day, as long as you can find it. Here's what we suggest. Pure Bull Beef Jerky is our answer, and soon it will be yours. Locally produced in the Philadelphia region, this high-quality, healthy protein snack is easy to secure. Go to Steersnacks.com, and you'll see hot garlic, tropical heat, Pure Bull Dry Rub, and our favorite, Huck and Fod. What's that? Huck and Fod. Go now to Steersnacks.com. Welcome back to the middle on a football Friday. Harry Mays, Barrett Brooks, taking you to the top of the hour. Don't forget, we got Dan Cilio later today, 4 o'clock to six on the NFL football show. Now I want to read you a headline here. Uh, I believe Joe Banner was on John Clark's podcast this week. So this is where this might have come from because I see in the um, Philly.com, the headline here, Joe Banner says Nick Sirianni's new run heavy approach shows the Eagles current take on Jalen Hurts. Now, that's what I was – we were talking earlier before the show started, you and I. Mm-hmm. That's kind of where I was going. It's funny that, that Banner says the same thing because I think this sort of stumbling upon this identity, you know, eight, nine weeks in of a run-heavy offense is kind of indicative of what they think of Jalen Hurts. And apparently Banner thinks the same thing. Now, don't you find it – coincidental is it a coincidence that Howie Roseman himself made it a point to go watch Kenny Pickett play last night you know and he and it it was like it got out it was public information how he wanted people to know that he was going to personally check out these quarterbacks what does that tell you I mean it's 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 kind of messed up man that it that it you look at Jalen Hurts this year and what was asked of him and the position he was being put in mm-hmm. 
and you make an assessment of him, and you don't even give him an opportunity to run with the offense that you know that they should have been running. Mm-hmm. You know, you put eighty. It was I think it was like eighty six percent of the plays that were played this year all ran through Jalen Hurts and his ability to go out there and improvise or read option or something, you know, in which he was making a decision. Right. They really didn't allow him earlier on to just hand the ball off. And then the play calling was horrible because they didn't know what their identity was. But it is very telling that they're going with this run heavy because now they're saying, all right, it doesn't matter who's there, right? who's at the quarterback position. I mean, if we have somebody there that's good, okay, that's fine. But at this point, we just run the ball. I think it'll be more telling if Minshew plays and if he, you know, they bench it for Minshew or Minshew goes up and starts splitting time with him, uh-huh. that'll be more telling on what they think about Jalen Hurst more so than, you know, Roseman going out and see, I think it was just the perfect storm that he can go out and see hmm. both, um, you know, both quarterbacks at one time dueling against each other, see who's going to have a right. better game, you know, see who can perform under pressure. Yeah. Now, did, do I make too much of the fact that it was him going out there and he didn't just send Andy Weidel out there? No. Or some other scout. He went out there personally. That's that's him making a point. Right. Telling everybody, I'm the yep. Italian evaluator. Yep. I'm, I'm this the guy. guy. This is on me. <laughs> yes, I'm, yes. And I, you all me. you fans want me out of here. Guess what? I'm here. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm going to show you that I'm here because I'm going to go out and scout the quarterback myself. Yeah, yeah. That's I'm exactly what I thought. That's I'm making exactly the decision. What I thought. I'm the big Willie. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Look at me. I'm the big fish. Right. So if I'm coming <laughs> out to see this, hey, you know some decisions are going to be made. Right. I'm going to be the one making. These are Jeffrey Lurie's personal binoculars that he has given to me <laughs> for this road trip. <laughs> These are owner's box binocs. Yeah, look, look. Okay. you all see it. Yeah, see we it. all see it. <laughs> that would have been just great. They scouts. They that would have been scouts, great. Yeah. If they, when they panned the camera into that booth with all the scouts one after another sitting there, and you saw Howie, if he would have, if he would have gone, we all see it. Right. <laughs> You'd have died. Oh, you know I would have. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> Nothing to see here. Right. Right. Nothing to see right. here. Right. <laughs> Um, see, that's that's the thing. I just don't think they're going to be able to resist having three first-round picks and a, a quarterback that they think is a nice player, but he's not the guy. And I think that's what they think. Mm-hmm. You know, and, but but Harry, when you look at that, that still leaves two first-round picks. What are they going to do with them? Mm-hmm. You know, because they don't have to trade anybody, or do anything to get the best quarterback in this draft. Right. They're not going to have to maneuver anything else. Right. They'll be right there to get the best player, the best quarterback in the draft. They'll be right there to get it. Right. I don't think I don't think uh, Aaron Rodgers or or Russell Wilson is coming to Philadelphia. No, I know they're not. Yeah, I, I think Green Bay would want to put Aaron Rodgers in the AFC. Yep. You know, yep. I, I could see him in Denver. And that's what everybody's still saying. Yeah, I could. That's see what that. everybody in Denver is saying. Oh, they are. Oh yeah. Okay. Yeah. You talk to anybody, you know. I mean, ask Joey B. All they're <laughs> talking about. You know, and that, that's our pulse of Colorado, Joey B. Mm-hmm. He, he's on the stream today, but he's our pulse. Yeah, of Colorado. he is. Oh, he's in there. Oh, he's in there. He's probably in the men's room right now. He took a little break, but he's in there. He, in fact, yeah, he's talking about Pat Shermer on the on the chat. For what? Pat Shermer, I guess, isn't he the offensive coordinator in Denver? Yeah. Pat How Shermer. is he still in the league? 
He he was with us, skated yeah, out of here, went to yeah. the Jets. He's been with everybody. <laughs> Pat Sherbert. Don't you, don't you find it amazing that some of these guys, they just continue. They just go from team to team to team. Just recycle them. Yeah, and they're just I – I guess they're good enough to get the job, but they're never good enough to keep it. Well – it's like they recycle guys, you know, and they might not do it here, but they'll go somewhere else and do it. I don't understand it, man. I don't understand it at all. I mean, you, 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 you're you, asking a guy to come in with Chip Kelly and be the offensive coordinator to an offense he has no, he knew nothing about. Nobody knew about this Chip, uh, this, uh, Chip Kelly stuff. Right. But he learned it and, and, and was able to go out there and, and, and coach it. He, go, he then goes where? They think he went to the Jets then. No, he was with the new, the Giants, wasn't he? Well, he was with the Giants. He was. Uh-huh. I think he, uh, let me pull up his resume. This this could be good. But he but was telling to me, but he became the interim head coach instead of Deuce. Yeah, he's been an interim in a couple of places. I think right. wasn't he? Wasn't he an interim in Cleveland too? Yep. Yes, he was. I think so. Yeah, and that's his, when Deuce really knew that. Hey, I really ain't got a shot. Exactly. I don't have a shot. So. Now his head coaching record is nineteen and forty six. Ooh, so he's a four and twelve guy. Yeah, you know how you know how Jeff Fisher's a seven and nine guy. Pat Shermer's four and twelve. Oh, he was my four and twelve with Cleveland. The next year he was five and eleven with Cleveland. Then he was an interim with the Eagles, and he won that. He won a game in twenty fifteen. Yep. That was after Chip Kelly got whacked. Yep. Right. Chip Kelly got whacked after the, after that Saturday night game at home against the Washington football team. Where they got whacked on a plane. Yeah. No, no. They were home. Oh, where did that was the last game he coached? It was a Saturday night game, week 16 or whatever. And then week 17, the final week, Shermer coached and they won. They probably beat Dallas, who didn't have anything to play for, probably. Yep. Yep. Then in 2018, he was with the Giants. He went five and eleven. 2019 with the Giants, four and twelve. He stinks. <laughs> I guess he can call offenses, man. I mean, he's really? Making, he's, well, no. <laughs> you know, I might, I might pick the Eagles now just because he's there. Yeah, he's you know been what? he's been the OC in Denver for the last two years. Wow, that's crazy, man. Yeah. I'm just trying to trying to see. He's been with the Giants, Minnesota as an OC, Philadelphia as an OC, and St. Louis as an OC. What did he do there? Uh, back in 2009, 2010, he was the offensive coordinator. They don't have his record for that. I mean, that, that goes against the head coach. So. See, I got plenty of stuff to write my, my uh, prediction now. <laughs> well, yeah. <laughs> Well, That's I know you like. I know you like the Eagles to win the game. I, I do like the Eagles, and it's not because I'm being a homer in all right. actuality. Seriously, I don't think that they're going to be able to get up like they got up mm-hmm. against Dallas. you know Dallas as they did with the Eagles. They're not going to be able to get up to that, you know, because they see us as just the team that they should just beat. You know, mm-hmm. they think we're just one of the teams they played in the beginning of the season when they went three and zero. Right. They look at us like a Jacksonville, you know, and and look us like the Jets, the Giants, and, yeah. We are just like those teams. We can't get out of our own way. We find something to work and then get away from it. Mm-hmm. So this team, they've gotten better as far as not causing all the penalties. They stopped shooting themselves in the foot. 
one side of the ball is playing damn good. The other side of the ball has a lot, a lot of work needs to be done. So I'm an offensive guy. So I see the positiveness in the offense. Mm-hmm. But when you look at defensively, man, there's no way I can look past the way they've been playing. I can. When I'm breaking down stuff and I see the things that I see from this Gannon-led team, it, it just doesn't make sense to me. But and I'm going to tell you this. They're going to try to run on um this this Eagles defense. Yeah, yeah I would too. To yeah. And they got they're two good backs. Why pass it when they can just run all over them? That's what they're going to do. But weren't you you telling me earlier today that you think Gannon and the defense are going to play similar to the way they played in Detroit and be more aggressive because they don't really respect the Broncos? They don't. Yep. And I think and that's going to be our only saving grace. Hmm. Because when you, when you when you start playing guys diff, uh, defensively more aggressive, you call them aggressive games. It activates those it activates those guys to play more aggressive at the beginning of the snap. And the pre-snap read is the reason why this team is so bad. You give a team nine yards of cushion, they right. throw it twice. That's a first down. So why would you even, you know, swear from that? That's why the Chargers beat us the way they did. They could just dig a dunk all the way down the field. Anytime you have drives of over 10, that's just totally disrespectful to the defense. And they had right. like four of them. Now they went from the one to the one. They had they had Come two on, 15 man. play drives the Chargers crazy, did last man. week. Come yeah. On. One did not end in a score. Uh yeah, Dak Prescott, 80.8% completions against the Eagles. Mahomes, 80 even. Tom Brady, 81. Derek Carr, 91.2. <laughs> Think about that. <laughs> Justin Herbert, 84.2. That's an average of 83.5%. That's crazy, man. Yeah. Insane. Quarterback ratings. 143 for Prescott. 131 for Mahomes. Only 102 for Brady. 113 for Carr. 123 for Herbert. I don't know how the hell they get to these QB rate. I don't know how that's factored. It's it's kind of a stupid stat, if you ask me. One thing we know is bad. Yeah. 14 touchdowns and only three interceptions, those quarterbacks, against the Eagles. That's what I mean. They don't turn people over. And that's one thing he promised us. Yeah. You know, we're talking about promises. They He he promised us an aggressive defense that's going to be multi-fronts and go out there and put pressure on quarterbacks. Right. He's done none of that. It was like a straight lie. He's done none of that. And I would think, you know, with him coming from a Zer- uh, um, Zimmer tree, that he would. Mm-hmm. Well, they blitzed 30% of the time last week and never got there. They never touched Herbert. Well, that's pretty amazing. Yeah, I mean, that's because you just didn't give him enough time to. Yeah. You got to give him more than, than you know, a cushion of, of you know, give me give me a four-yard cushion, a five-yard cushion mm-hmm. instead of a 10-yard cushion. Watch when we watch this game. There will be times where you'll see both our cornerbacks line up deeper than safety. They'll be the same level of safeties. And that's the way they play this defense. Mm-hmm. How? How can you play a defense like that? All you got to do is run slants, comebacks, you know what I'm saying, and out routes mm-hmm. all day, and you got first downs. All day. That dink and dunk stuff go all the way down the field, and they think, all right, well, they'll make a mistake. These quarterbacks aren't making no, mistakes. not making mistakes, no. yeah. <laughs> yeah, here's the other thing. Last week, did you find it kind of funny that they didn't run one screen pass, the Eagles? You had both. You had Bosa. You know, just coming and crashing in every play. He's he's like, 
It's like he's running the 100-yard dash. He's down in there in that sprinter's stance, and he just comes busting up to try to get the quarterback. You throw a screen behind that. Throw a screen. We call them slow screens to the running back. Mm-hmm. And we know our running backs are dynamic when they get the ball, man. Right. They can play well. Boston run a Scott, screen. too. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, I want to see they him run, run one. Screen. Yeah. Give him a screen or, or, or a draw play. Mm-hmm. That's how you slow that down. Right, right. But with this defense, I don't think you can because this defense, they two-gap the guys up front. So when they say they two gap, they they hit the guy and they sick in their gap and and they have both sides of the ball, um, the the player that they have to read first before they go, and that just makes it slower when you're doing that. Yeah. This time they're gonna have to make sure they play in the seams. This is gonna be a seam route game. If the Eagles can take advantage of these routes in the seams, because the linebackers, will be you know doing these zone blitzes and stuff like that, they can catch these guys in these in these zone blitzes, and man, you know with the talent that we have. Maybe a, a running back on an angle route or a Texas route in the middle, sit down in the middle. He'll be wide open a lot of the time. These 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 tight ends will be wide open. Right. If you run play fakes, man. If they can run um play fakes yeah. and, and fake the run, these guys will be open all day. But they gotta take advantage of running the ball first. That'll open up the play action. We gotta get Jalen Hurts to use uh a certain audible for yes. you. White Castle. He just comes to the line of scrimmage. He looks at the coverage, and all of a sudden, he goes, "White Castle." Or, or, or hit me with this: sliders, sliders, sliders. Yes, yes, <laughs> yes. Sliders. <laughs> all right. I, I know you like T.J. Edwards, but uh, what about what have you seen about uh, from Davion Taylor in the last Maybe, couple of games? He's learning the game. You know, he was so far behind as far as being a linebacker and his ability to play the linebacker. He has all the intangible. Speed, he's aggressive. I mean, he can cover, he can do all that stuff, but he just needs to know when to do it. And that's the big thing. He hasn't learned yet mm-hmm. um when to be aggressive, when not be aggressive. He'll he'll overrun a lot of runs and not react as fast as he needs to react on some runs. You know, but one thing he did see from, from TJ Edwards, he saw how aggressive TJ Edwards came down the ball on his run fits and hit those guys, wasn't allowing the double team, mm-hmm. which helped this team. Stop the run. They're stopping the run now. Now Davion Taylor is activating himself and and, and and coming downhill and hitting guys, you know, and making plays around the three yard. I mean, um, either three yards before or three yards after the, the line of scrimmage. Right. Those are called impact tackles. If you can make tackles around there, you're playing well. But all these getting tackles eight yards, seven, down eight field, yards down the field. It doesn't yeah. make sense, right. you know. So right now he's alternating um, with, with Alex Singleton. Mm-hmm. You know, both guys are alternating. And depending on what the situation is, whether Alex is in or not, I think, you know, if you look at Davion Taylor, he's playing on first and second down. Then Singleton's coming in on third downs, second and third downs. But, I mean, mm-hmm. it's great now that I see T.J. Edwards really stepping up and being that linebacker that we need to come downhill, fit in the run fit, and make some plays. He's bringing, he's bringing his hat, man, with a vengeance. All right, now here's one other place where the Eagles may have an advantage. And we didn't talk about this yet. Special teams against the Broncos. I think it's more about where the, what the Broncos are. Mm-hmm. The, they're 29th in football outsiders special teams rankings. 34 wow. of, of 34 of their 45 kickoffs have resulted in touchbacks. But when the team returns kickoffs against them, they've gotten big returns. They're allowing a league worst 35.7 yards per return 
including four returns of at least 35 yards. Wow. Wow. In this that's day the, and age in football, that's that's pretty big. That's huge. Yeah. And and I and I like Michael Clay, the the special teams coach. But if they can return some, man, I'm I'm I, I'm all for it because they they've shown the ability to be explosive. Uh-huh. You know, put Jalen Rager back there. When he gets the ball, he can run, man. Yeah. Like give him an opportunity. They also had a punt blocked last week against Dallas. TJ Edwards started it all up. Yep. Actually, I see. I, I wasn't able to watch that game because I was doing a show, uh, so I missed this. They blocked the. They had a punt blocked against them. Yeah, but it. it, it, it... <laughs> but were they were able to keep possession? Yeah. Because a player on the Cowboys return team touched the ball past the line of scrimmage. Yep, and they recovered it. No kidding. So they blocked the punt block, and when they wow. blocked it, it went over the line of scrimmage. So when it went over the line of scrimmage. One of the other players touched it, mm-hmm. trying to recover it, and right. dropped it. And then another player from um, – then um, a, a Denver player grabbed it and tried to advance it, but it couldn't advance because it's past the line of scrimmage. Okay. So they got the ball right there where he recovered it at. Wow. It was like bam, bam, bam. It was like, you know, a, a quick hit and play. And I was thinking like, oh, man, this is over, this is over for Den- uh, for Dallas. It right. was already over for Dallas. It was, oh, this is over for Dallas. You know what I'm saying? They're finally going to get a chance and an opportunity to score. And what happens? The yeah. call turns. Now, did you think it was kind of stunning that Dallas kept Dak Prescott in that game? It was 30 to nothing. Yep. And he's just coming back from an injury, that that calf injury, right? Well, it, I think it was more so Cooper Rush, you know, fulfilled his fulfilled his second-team second, second team quarterback requirements. He's the backup quarterback. They don't want him out there. <laughs> yeah, but, I you mean, know you know, in a 30 nothing game, you're you're risking your franchise quarterback. Right, right. You know, right. I and, mean, you know, just so uh, the head coach wouldn't get shut out. Yeah. You know, well, I think that's what it was about. I, I know that's what it was about. And also I know that, you know. I don't think Jerry, Jerry could have been too happy about that. Right. He couldn't. He could. They couldn't turn it on. They couldn't get going. They couldn't get jump started. Mm-hmm. And uh, I, you know, this, I think Zeke's out also. Zeke's out this week. He is. Yeah. Uh oh. Yeah, Zeke's out this week. So where Uh-oh. do they go? Maybe I don't like Dallas this week. You know, look at Tone said Falcons going to give Cowboys problems. And I Watch. saw that well, they are going to give them problems because they have Randy Gregory out. Who's there? Here's the, he's probably he's always best. out though. Yeah, but yeah. when it comes to substance abuse or he's hurt. I mean, he's, he's been out. he's been out more than he's been in since he's, well, he's been healthy this year, though. He's been right, healthy for the most right, part this year. Right. But then also Zeke is out. So I mean that's 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 two integral parts of, of their team's concepts, you know, as far as defensively and offensively. Mm-hmm. You know, can Tony Pollard play as a starter? We'll see. He's still a pretty good back. Right. What do you think of Cam Newton coming back? <laughs> you know what, man? I, I I think it's almost a ploy. You know what I'm saying? To, you know to 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 get faith back in that organization, faith back on that team. Uh huh. Because if you look at it, they they weren't going in the right direction. They were starting to, the fan base is starting to lose a lot of um, hope in them. Yeah. Them bringing him back is almost like all right. Look at us. We're trying to compete again. We didn't bring him in because he's a fan favorite. We brought him in because I owed it to my team. He said I owed it to my team to to, to compete and win more games. Hmm. So that's why he brought him back. Wow. 
He's getting paid too. He's getting ten million. Well, he could make up the ten million. It's a, yeah. I think it's incentive based. Man, yeah, we're doing the wrong things right now. I should have been throwing a ball, man. I know, man. <laughs> I know. All right, wow. outside of the Eagles game this week, what is the what's the best game for you on the board? Is it Seattle Green Bay? Russell Wilson's going to play with that uh, injured finger. It looks like he's uh, on the mend, and Aaron Rodgers might play. You know what? I think the the, the best game that I'm going to watch is, is probably that Rams 49ers game. Oh yeah, yeah. I, I think you know that that's even Monday though, night. Yeah, even yeah. though, even though you know, you look at the Rams; they're a far better team than the 49ers. Mm-hmm. It's an individual game. You know, when you have those 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 games in the division, you know, anything can happen. And right now, I think this team is trying to play for Shanahan's job. Now, this is going to oh, be yeah. one of those games they're trying to play for his job. So that's going to be an interesting one. Um, another interesting one, man, will probably be this Buccaneers Washington game, just simply because they always play tough against mm-hmm. the Buccaneers, man. They should have beat them last year. Minnesota well, and the Chargers is going to be a good one too. I think that is going to be a good one. And if if if, uh, if they're running back, what's his name um, for the Vikings? Dalvin Cook. Dalvin Cook. He, if he can get his head straight and back on, screw back on straight and, and play the way we know it can play, it could be a good game, man. It could you be know, good. But any, anytime, anytime a woman will come to your house that stole your your uh, your garage door opener, come mm-hmm. in, mace you. <laughs> that's tough, man. That's tough mm-hmm. love there. Seriously, bro. that's yeah, what that's, happened. Yeah. Oh my God. Yeah, she she had had the uh, the remote to the to the to the garage, the garage door. Yeah, goes in. They get to argue, whatever, you know. I was, and this is just what I heard. They, they maced, yeah. maced him, wow. and then you know he got a broomstick. And I mean, it was it was, it was a Ugly. lot of nonsense. Yeah. Yes, Kevin Bloomfield, I'm with you on the Vikings on the money line. I what is the money it. line? I forget what it was. There, I'll tell you what it is. I like him to win that game. Minnesota. Yeah. Yep. I, I'll take that also. Yep. Uh, plus 145. Yep. Yeah, plus 145. All right, now you said you got more games in the MAC. Well, I got more games. Broadcasting? Yeah, I got more games coming up, you know, in a minute. I'm going to do some some championship games. Well, that's what I was going to ask you. Are you on the MAC championship game call? Do you know that? Yeah, we don't know just yet. He said, I'll I'll know after the 20th, so we'll see. We'll see. uh, Don't they play that in Detroit? I think so. Yeah. So I mean, I, that, that's it's another White Castle trip, is what I'm getting at here. Ah da da, ah da da. As soon as you get off the plane, man, it's five right. minutes from there, bro. Five <laughs> minutes from there, you can go ahead and get you a double, a double slider with cheese. Yeah. I tell them to hold the ketchup. I don't want any ketchup on it, man. Hold the ketchup. No. And add mustard. Mm, you put nice mustard on. Yeah, that's man. That's, wow. It, it, it kind of you know puts a little zing to it. Mm-hmm. It's a great sandwich, man. It's a great, great. Like, get two of those. Get you a uh, a fish sandwich and some clams with a with a clam nice strips. Little, yeah, clam strips. Yes, the clam strips. And add all you have to do is add a little uh, Fanta strawberry. Yeah. Woo! Uh. <laughs> oh, that all right. Amazing. On that on that note, I'm going to say goodbye. Enjoy the football <laughs> all weekend, Barrett. Have a great uh, you too, man. A great time on Sunday with uh, with Seth and 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 the boys. And we'll be back here on Monday at eleven o'clock.
At Stateside Vodka, every new customer gets the world's best rocks glass. Free. What's that? Uh, a rocks glass? You're telling me that bottle is cut in half? You could say that. Holy shit. And you're telling me I can get one of these glasses for free? That's right. One free rocks glass per customer with each first-time purchase of Stateside Vodka. So good, it just disappears. As a hardworking American, you've never experienced how tough life can be until now. A catastrophic injury while working on the job. A personal injury from someone else's negligence. Turned away by other law firms in the region who didn't bother to learn your story. It's time to meet the Fritz and Beyond Cooley Law Firm and managing partner Brian Fritz. Badly injured? Call the Fritz and Beyond Cooley Law Firm. Find out why they say, we got this. Basketball is part of how we grew up in this city. And every morning, IBEW Local 98 members take their best shot building this city, rescuing our community from decay, and inspiring the young men and women of the region to take pride in who we are, like the Hawks who will never die. Local 98 members love tradition. John Doherty, business manager of Local 98, says it this way. The best way not to forget where you come from is to never leave. Ah, the savoring taste of a good bag of beef jerky is so enjoyable at any time of the day, as long as you can find it. Here's what we suggest. Pure Bull Beef Jerky is our answer, and soon it will be yours. Locally produced in the Philadelphia region, this high-quality, healthy protein snack is easy to secure. Go to Steersnacks.com, and you'll see hot garlic, tropical heat, Pure Bull Dry Rub, and our favorite, Huckenfot. What's that? Huckenfot. Go now to Steersnacks.com. You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, activities, excursions, and more in one place to make your trip truly unforgettable. Viator has over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from. Everything from simple tours to extreme adventures and all the niche, interesting stuff in between. So you can plan something that everyone you're traveling with will enjoy. Real traveler reviews give the inside scoop from people who've already been on the experiences you're considering. So you can plan with confidence. Free cancellation helps you plan for the unexpected. And 24-7 customer support means you can travel worry-free. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. Without the ones like you who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you. With professional-grade industrial supplies, count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.